Blog Talk Radio. about this. Adversity, 
with no further ado, why waste time? Let's go directly to the caller in the queue. Caller from the 404-457. Peace. Peace to the gods. Peace to the gods. And, and, and big shout out. Peace to the god S. Or we would not be on live right now. No, I want to. I want to free Mama Atomic after this one. B. <laughs> I, I thought. Wait a minute. I thought I was supposed to be getting the the free soul gold after this joint. I had to wait until ten thirty right now. I want to now. I first of all, I want to say thanks uh, to the audience for listening for my, uh, my rambling. You know what I mean? Trying to keep the boat afloat, the Nebuchadnezzar staring and whatnot. Yeah, that was powerful uh, information. I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm kind of that. That kind of hit me in the heart when you said that sister uh, Majade is in. Um, you know, she had a yeah, situation. Yes, yeah, she did have one over the weekend, but I saw a beautiful picture of her on Facebook. She said that they successfully violet flamed her out of the emergency room, and that, um, and that she's good. It is, um, it's very. I've been hearing a lot of stories about a lot of people being hospitalized over this past month or two. Um, a lot of elders and brothers and sisters as well, even uh, the young ones. You know what I'm saying? A, a brother of mine, a comrade of mine, his daughter was hospitalized, you know, post-Thanksgiving, you know, that bad turkey. So, um, you know, for the healers and the brothers and sisters out there that are in the wellness community, we have a lot of work to do. It's to the point where we can't even wait for our phone to ring anymore. You actually got to be in the streets or at a train station or online. On, online or at Starbucks, wherever we frequent, handing out flyers and cards, not assuming that everybody is A-OK because people are going through some ailments, right? Being in the emergency room, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because that yeah, Obamacare you know, ain't helping everybody. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying firsthand. Um Right now, we're having a situation at the Amber Institute where we're slightly overwhelmed because uh, uh, let me give a big shout-out to Minister Jaffa, my brother Jason. Um, he's taking the weight off my shoulders so that I, I can continue to be creative, and he's been running uh, the inner workings of the Amber Institute, taking the orders, um, taking the phone calls, getting the orders out to people, and he has experienced some um, some tragedy in his family I definitely want to send my condolences out to his family. Um, love and light to that brother. Indeed. Yeah, I want to send love right and light now. to your whole team. You know, I was yes, impressed sir. by what I saw on Sunday. You know what I'm saying? I, I see it. You know, I, I always pay attention to brothers and sisters' teams. You know what I mean? Because they say that that teamwork makes the dream work. You know what I mean? We know that we are great, you know what I'm saying, as I, as who we are. But when it comes time to dealing with the, 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 the weight, the overload, you know what I'm saying, the uh, the commitment to really do for the people, you're going to need a team out there. Everybody, you know, this thing cannot be carried yeah. by one man. So yeah. um, like I was saying earlier, I see the upgrade. And I'm not, I'm not, you know, my ego, I don't have those kind of issues that some people have. I'm going to let it be known, like salute to Brother Inky, and the Amber Institute, salute to Abundance Child, salute to that whole movement that's going on in Philly. Like, we, we in New York, but we see y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, we respect what y'all <laughs> doing. 
Yeah, <laughs> early. You know what I'm saying? So keep doing your thing, man. Yeah, got with that, that, YouTube with that being said, I, I definitely got to, I definitely got to big up uh, Brother Hakeem from Black and Nobel. You know, my whole vegan mm-hmm. mafia team, Prince, Sheen, Maul. You know, we, 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 you know, they, they, they make it, they, they make it possible so I can continue to do what I need to do. Okay, um, I can't get. No doubt. No doubt. And as we stated um, early in the show, because we had to delete the last show, but we do want to put this in the archive for the family that is listening. Please send your love, your light, your support to our brother, Mary Baraka. Okay. He is, he is a giant. He is a lion. He is a pillar. Okay. And melanated diasporic movement point blank period. We can't put him in a box or a group, you know, uh, the brothers, um, Government name is Leroy Jones, I believe. Yeah, he's a poet, laureate. You know what I'm saying? The brother has been around forever. He has, um, he's a legend. You know what I'm saying? He's a legend. Father Ross Baraka. Okay. And the brother has some health complications. He's in the ICU at this particular time. We want to send our brother love and light. Lift him up. We want to lift him up. We do not want to lose a brother like that. You know what I'm saying? That's somebody, they're individuals in this community by their mere presence alone. The fact that they're still breathing, they keep this devil an inch behind, a, you know, a step back. Just because they're there, they have fought this devil on many occasions and they got him on his tippy toes. Whether we want to acknowledge that or not, that's one of those brothers that you definitely, you know, we want to pay respect and homage while he is here and we definitely want to uh, familiarize ourselves with his track record and his legacy and what he has left so that can be edified when he joins the realm of the ancestors at some point, okay? Because that's promise. So, that being said, welcome to Know the Ledge Radio, brother. Let's get it. Hello? Let's see what's going on. Ah, this line is dropped. All right, let me open up the line back. Natating. Natating. Caller from the 404. Peace. There we go. There we go. There we go. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back in the building. I'm back in the building. Um, yeah. Yeah, so no, no, no. It's, it's it's crucial right now that that we that we step our game up. You know, I, I'm I'm hearing some beautiful things. You know, like uh, me and brother Ali Muhammad, we went on the road and um, I wrote a book called The Melanin Mind State, talking about uh, the importance of vitamin D and um, for Black folks. Um, also talking about um, the cannibalistic practices of, of Europeans, and you know. Um, you know, I, I see the I see the information spreading, where now I'm starting to see other teachers, you know, that have been listening to to the work that I've been laying down, laying down, you know, um, expounding on on my lessons. So that's awesome. 
Um, I want to give a big shout-out to Sinetta and Polite. I just got word from Sinetta. This is hot, exclusive. Now, this is, this is bringing us right into the topic of, of the discussion. This is hot, off-the-presses, exclusive Air Magazine footage. All right, I, 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 I mean, I mean, it's, it's going to be more, more to come soon. All right, um, but Sonetta just did an a interview with Ron Artez, Metal World Peace, and um, he is also loving the debates, following us online, and supporting everything we do. And the reason why I'm saying that is because it's important for us to know that we are exporting, we are exporting uh, what it is that we do to a much greater audience, whether we know it or not. So big up the Sinetta House of Consciousness, big up the Metal World Peace, big up to the Brother Polite, big up to King Simon. You can't say Simon and, I mean, you can't say Polite Sinetta without bigging up Simon. So big up Simon. Um, that's a powerful move right there. You know, I just... I, I, just I think Shanetta had the best year ever in consciousness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. is on his shit right now. He on one right now. He on this Drake shit right now. He definitely on one. But, um, but I think that um, Shanetta is just really benefiting from the work that everybody put in. And, um, you know, more so the work that he's been able to put in over the years because, you know, um, you know he, 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 done, he done stuck it out. He done had his shit with everybody, and he done had his shit with the, with the fans and the people. And, and, you know, one way or another, he's been able to find a way to continue to be consistent with what it is that he do. No matter what happens, he's always right there on 125th. You know what I'm saying? And, um you know, I think it pays off. You know, that's 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 the that's the science of consistency. You know, eventually it's going to pay off whatever it is that you do. So um, I think his consistency and his drive to stay focused and, and push his 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 one little you know his one little message is is just reaching um, you know it's just reaching his, his his height right now. And I think um, you know we can all you know join forces. And, and expand what it is that he's doing and what we're all doing individually because KTL has been largely responsible um, for some of the breakthroughs. And, and all of us have collectively is just, um, you know, somebody has to plant the flag in the soil, so to speak. Let me make a comparative analysis. Okay, let me be the devil's advocate. If we were looking to larger at the larger world and the larger context about what's being done in quote unquote black America and the image of black America on the whole, would you say that Sadnetta has a lot of similarities with Mona Scott? Mm, she's taking a segment of society and she's saying, yeah, you know, this is what's taking place in our community. And she's presenting it and she's packaging it to a world audience in a way in which yep. is um, very entertaining, is very solicitous. Uh, yep. You know, and, and a lot of people have a particular judgment about that particular portrayal, but she's standing back saying, look, you know, this is what's happening. 
You know what I'm saying? And yeah, some people was like, oh, hold on, that's scripted. And she's like, nah, that's for real. You know? And um, once you get down to the nitty gritty of it and you look at the archetypical behaviors that are being presented through each one of these characters, even if they are acting out a particular script, the reason why it works, it may be a level of sensationalism, but it speaks to something that actually exists within the audience. It speaks to something that, you know, the people are looking at, but they can identify with. Yeah. Where they like, yeah, I know, I know a dude like that or a dude is sitting there like, Oh shit, I've been through a situation like that. And one of the, one of the, one of the excellent things that she did, and we were talking about the whole love and hip hop thing a few weeks ago, is she didn't give you the A or the B list rappers because sometimes those people may be so much out of reach with the regular audience that they may be somewhat out of touch with them. They may even find excuses within themselves to not relate to the A list and B list. She went and gave you a D list who is almost a check away from being a regular nigga. You understand? Like they they just like a regular person that you may encounter in the streets almost. She gave you she went she went she went so dealers that now this thing is almost like a, a reality show slash soap opera. You know what I'm saying? And the magic of that is that it has captivated, you know, people because they see themselves like Blue was saying you can see yourself, you can see a situation in all of that. Like, all of these reality shows are becoming, you know, uh, relatable, so relatable that people are like, yo, that's me right there. Or that's my, my that's my pe- that's my cousin. Or that's my sister, my sister going through that. Or my homie is going through that. Like, it's crazy. I mean, it's some crazy shit, you know. Yeah, our people, We're going to be talking about that tonight, about that black image. The black image being portrayed through the media right now is some crazy shit. So wait, I don't <laughs> want to lose my point. You know what I'm saying? Because it's beautiful that we're able to segue and talk about um, Mona Scott. But my initial point was that we know that she's doing it for a financial imperative. Okay, she's presenting, she's packaging and presenting a reality or a slice of reality, you know, that is both entertaining and for some aspects is educational, right? To some extent. Okay? Yeah. Education goes two ways. You can learn what to do or what not to do. Right, right. Some people got to get hit because they might not be, they might be green. You know what I'm saying? They might not really know what these particular scenarios entail. They might not know Stevie J when they see one. There might be a young girl in that situation. There might be a young girl in in, in a Peter Gunn situation that might make a better decision based on, you know, the lore of an older male that might be in a position of power to help them out in the industry, you know, because that's where these women get preyed upon. But what I'm saying is that for that portrayal, right, some feel that it's an honest portrayal. Other think that it's dishonest. You know, does it does the reward outweigh the risk? You know what I'm saying? As a result of her packaging that and and presenting that to the world, the reward that she gets is you know financials, fiduciary. Does it 
the 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 risk of exposing the world to that behavior outweigh the reward. Now I'm juxtaposing and using that same example in, in regards to consciousness. Is consciousness now a reality show? Do we have an ongoing reality show where the world is now able to see our fallibles and exactly, you know, what, what our weaknesses are? And what I'm saying is that does the reward outweigh that particular risk? Okay? Well, the fact well, that someone's I- making money off of that, you know, are we going to pay a heavier price as a result of people being able to see, they like, oh, shit, this shit is a lot more fragmented and segregated than I thought. Like, I had, my street people had came through, right? And, and you know, I'm saying this story is funny. You know, Red had got a call, and some of my dudes just happened to reach out that particular day. Well, they like, man, we, we can't take this street stuff no more. Like, we got to make a change, you know what I'm saying? Y'all in town, we got to link up. We want to talk. You know what I'm saying? We know that y'all doing that positive thing. So we just so happened to be uptown. We told them to come through. When mm-hmm. they came in the building and seen who was going on, it was like, oh, shit. Like, it threw them off. But they was like, oh, shit. Like, it's going down up in here. They thought the ratchets was about to come out. You feel me? <laughs> and they had nah, to, real talk. Yeah, they had, they had my to, dude had his he seat. He had to get up out of there. Yeah, he had a seat with like, him, and he, he had bounced. To cover his head, like take cover. You know, he had to cover his seat's head, take cover, and, and and get up out of there because his seat was being exposed to a, a, a element that he's not even privy to on the street because I mean, according to street code, like. There's only but so much, you know what I'm saying, that, that is going to be allowed before there's some sort of repercussion. Right. Now, some can right. say that's very uncivilized, and the benefit of what we're doing in the quote-unquote conscious community is that that level of retribution doesn't exist as of yet, okay? And some people can say, well, that's what's wrong with the conscious community because that level of retribution is not in place, so there's always going to be this level of disrespect. All right. So well, you know, let, let, just, let me let me start with this. Let me let me start with this. Um, because because you 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 guys both just covered a, a a lot of different angles and dynamics. Well, you know, of 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 a lot of different situations pertaining to, and some not pertaining to directly, um, our our image. But but let's take it back before we even get before I jump into the image thing, all right? Because you just brought up some things. So the the first thing I want to deal with is the financial end, all right? Because um a brother hit me up and he was like, damn, Sinetta must have killed it. I seen like seven eight hundred uh, people in the uh, the pay per view. Um the the first thing we got to do with that is we all have to share in his success. Like like when we see one of our brothers do it, or not even do it yet, get in the position where he might be able to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like we got to share in that success because it's not just Sinetta. We all 
are a part of that. So so we got to be able to share in that success and be like, damn, he he killing it, yo. We we all gotta, we can all, you know, like we gotta look at it from a whole other point. We gotta celebrate, like I like I love it, like yo, this shit is crazy, yo, side that it just killed. So we have to embrace that because what happens is when we don't embrace that, then we set ourselves up to be in position for the next rock and roll, the next jazz, the next rap, where our culture that we have created, our industry that we have created begins to get exported by somebody that's not us, gets controlled by somebody that's not us, and then we reap no benefits. So right now we we have to make sure those of us in control of the information dissemination put out the right thing like, no, it is beautiful that those of us in the community are reaping the benefits because we have a trillion-dollar industry by the way of rap, and we're not getting that money. We have a trillion-dollar industry in the NBA, and we're not getting that money. You know, and some people be like, oh, well, NBA is not ours. Yeah, but the blood, sweat, and tears are. You know, so we have to make sure that we lock this thing down and this we control forever and ever and ever, and we – you know, we may not be able to retroact this thing where we can make sure that the Amos Wilsons and the Phil Valentines and the Delbert Blairs get their just due, but we can make sure that going forward we don't have any great master teachers that um, that don't reap the financial benefit that they should have. Because whether you agree with everything Delbert Blair says or not or Phil Valentine says or not, we can all agree that they have put in tremendous amounts of work. And if they were in any other industry, they would be reaping incredible uh, financial benefits off their intellectual work. But because we have a, a, a community of sharing and, um, you know, we, 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 we've been from the ground up in the guerrilla marketing aspect and we, we haven't had an organized system of media and and a way to uh, promote our industry in terms of it being an industry. A lot of us have even been ashamed of calling it an industry. Um, you know, we, we've had uh, a master teachers uh, uh, falling into to financial ruin and things like that. So the solution is not necessarily going outside the community, you know, not to take any shots at that people that, that have, have posed other solutions. Um, but the solution is within the community. The solution is for us to master what it is that we do. Now, what do I mean by that? When we look at the European media, just in terms of products and marketing, you see a Pepsi, uh, when Pepsi come out with a new uh, product, that's advertised on channel 4, 5, 7, 9, 11, 12. So the entire pop culture responds to the advertisement because the advertisement's everywhere simultaneously. And because these people are all partial owners or they all work together in one way, shape, or another, they all benefit. That means the culture continues to grow, right? Now, we know that that culture is detrimental, et cetera, et cetera, but the culture continues to grow, so we have to look at the blueprint that's in place. Now, when we look at what it is that we're doing, there's no reason why we can't do that. In fact, that's what I'm looking to do with the magazine, uh, sew up all these loose ends. And Abundance Child has been no less than stellar 
at pulling together some of these personalities that um, normally we would not be able to find in the same room, but now you can find them in the same magazine. So, um, so, so that's 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 just the one thing I wanted to say on the financial one. We all have to have to relish in each other's success because just one one generation back there was no uh, financial end. So we can't look at it like um, you know. We we have to look at it like that's just the beginning, all right. And soon, and and I've been saying this for the last few years. This thing is going to become the next thing. The thing that we start on the grassroots level. When we're, there was a time that rock and roll was just noise, and people was like, "Yeah, that's noise. That's never going to go anywhere. That's horrible." And it became the biggest thing on earth. Same thing with jazz. The same thing with rap. So this consciousness is that next thing. The 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 the, uh, the main focus we have to make sure that we 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 uh, retain is not necessarily unity because this is the one thing that I seen um, I won't even just say Sunday but but overall is that everybody thinks that unity means that we have to join your cause or your organization so everybody's waiting for this unity to happen where everybody joins my group, you know what I mean? And then we'll be unified. Everybody, you know, will have one established uh, leader when everybody follows me. You know, that, that's not the case. That's, 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 that's an illusion. That's another illusion, and that illusion is bigger than the fiat sovereignty. That's, that's the biggest illusion, all right, is that unity means that we have to follow one organization or, or one group. That's, that's not real unity. Unity is when we recognize that we have some goals, and we recognize that we can work together to help each other accomplish their goals. And then, and then, who cares what you're doing? You know, as long as you don't go past certain personal boundaries, which I can't support, then I, you know I'm cool. I, you know, if you if you're in the in the, in the Morris Science Temple, that's cool. There's, I'm not in the Morris Science Temple, but I do recognize that we have some common goals, some common enemies, and some common things that we need to take care of. So you can use my platform. To, to you know to promote your agenda and and I'm expecting the same thing from you and when we do that all of these little things fade away now in terms you know of um, go ahead I don't mean it um, no, I just no, want to add ahead. on one thing that I noticed at this debate and the debate before that prior to that is that and it goes back into the conversation that we've been having on the show for a few episodes where we use the analogy of Voltron, right? And we also use the analogy of fragments, okay? And we've come to accept that the community, these organizations are fragments of a whole. And a tactician, someone who is strategy, a person who, you know, understands strategy knows that you don't create fractals of a fraction, more so than you bring the fractions together to create a whole. And using the analogy of the yellow, red, green, blue, black lion that forms Voltron, we come to realize that there are many organizations that exist within a cipher. And we would, we would fare better, both economically, uh, politically, um, in all other ways, coming from the streets, using street principles all the way up to corporate principles, dealing with mergers, we know that there's strength in numbers. 
You know what I'm saying? Correct. And um, we know that, um, you know, that we will benefit by looking at our similarities versus our differences because, believe me, brother, we'll be here all, we'll be here for another 20 or another 30. My son will be doing lectures by the time we figure this out if we just keep trying to point out the differences rather than saying, hold That's on, right. you brothers represent this very well. And the Hebrew brother, I, I, who was it? Somebody broke that down at the Q&A. And um, one of the things that woke me up in the last two debate, the, debates that I've never even factored, I did not factor this in, was the fact that the fucking Hebrew Israelites is a force to be reckoned with. Niggas get a late pass. I get a late pass for not realizing the integral part that they play in the whole totality of the movement. That's right. You could play if you want. Y'all could run around and play around if y'all want. Them dudes had the best year. This is their year. Okay, right. 2013, the year the Hebrew Israelites, the year that y'all woke up that sleeping giant and they came. This that and they demonstration was just in New York. This is a this you know they they not in just they they a few places. No, but they, they bring they, to the they table. They definitely nationwide. They nationwide, and I see a right. level. And I saw this. I saw this at the Ali Muhammad Philip Muhammad debate. That was the beginning of something that I personally was looking for. And I saw it with a nation of Islam, irregardless of what anybody says about Scientology. I saw something that sparked the interest in me, and I was like, "Wow, disciplined brothers standing on a square." dealing with this consciousness, it, it did something to me. I saw something. And then when I saw the Hebrew Israelites demonstration, which also dealt with a sense of discipline, a, a sense of camaraderie, and a sense of milita uh, a militancy that I haven't necessarily seen in other organizations because I've been watching over the years and I've been turned off. But I saw something come out with those brothers when they came out and I was like, yo, we got a lot to learn from a lot of these organizations. So when the ego from some of these brothers that, you know, are the mouths and the, and, the, and, the, and the quote unquote leaders of some of these organizations, when that's able to subside and they could take something and learn and admit that they're learning from demonstrations that they're seeing from these other brothers in these organizations, then we have the possibility of uh, moving forward and going places that neither one of us, nobody has seen before. Because our full potential will not be reached until we solve that riddle of being the fractal, the fractal of a fractal. Well, let me let me let me because let me try to shed some light on that. Let me let me try to shed some light on this thing. And this is this is and it's ironic that the book I'm going to talking about, the Money Mind State, is largely a Hebrew book, all right, and, it, and it's the, the first of my major series. And um, that's the foundation that I wrote the book on. In fact, um, your cousin, Brother A.A. A. Rashid, wrote the foreword for the book. Um, and in that book, I talk about our relationship as a people to the planet and our relationship as a people to the sun and to make a long story short 
the sun emits our local and non-local information. This is why, as a people, we're the only group of people on the planet to produce profits. It is our job as the profit of the planet. We are the profits to the planet. And the way we're able to do that is because we convert that initial information into something intelligible for the rest of the races and ethnicities on the planet to understand and then follow. This is why no matter what it is that we do, they will follow because of genetic resonance. But our source of information comes from our home star. Nobody else can translate that information but us. Now, that is how reality on the globe is shaped. That's how the reality um, of thought, popular thought, is shaped. The problem is understanding that system, we've allowed some other people to hijack and use our ability to project what reality will become and feed us information so that we could project the reality that they wish to live in instead of the reality that we wish to live in. This is why the media is so important. We have to lock arms and we have to put out the information that we want to see. And it's cool to have the love and hip-hop. That's cool. I call that smart TV. You know what I mean? It's cool to have that. It's all right for you to watch Scandal. It's cool because we have pockets of people that live that way. The thing yeah. is, the only problem is we don't have another answer to that. We don't have the the large national networks. We don't have Puff Daddy with his new revolt uh, network picking up um, the Amber Institute, the, the House of Consciousness, or, or Black and Nobel Channel. Black and Nobel Channel was the, the biggest YouTube. Now, Sinetta just came out of nowhere. He started his, and, and that just shows, well, you know, for us, that's, that understands a little bit of the science of YouTube, how powerful um, and consistent his work is, because he'll lose a channel and in eight, nine months come back with the strongest channel again. So, um, but we always play that little game, you know what I mean, where we're watching each other's channels. So, you know, between Black and Nobel, my channel, Sinetta's channel, I see Polite's channel picks up steam. His channel's always consistent. His videos are always in between like 8,000 and 15,000. Some videos he got up like 30,000, 40,000 I've seen. Um, so we have these really strong, strong, strong media outputs already. KTL, I mean, y'all doing, y'all doing like, they're doing like, you know, real radio numbers on this job. You know what I mean? Like, not the two chill on, but you know, y'all doing some real numbers on this, six digits and all that. Um, but we getting back so, in the video game too. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, hey, hey, let's 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 do it because there's there's eight billion people on this planet, and 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 six billion of them are brown and black. So, I mean, and, and they all have the same problems. Go ahead. Let me let me just share with you this, and this is this is from observation that the video, the YouTube thing was cool. Like we started, we helped with with Sarnetta and helped start that in '08. You know, I, I stayed into like 2010. You know what I'm saying? And we did our thing with Notaless TV. Now 
what I realized is the need for reality TV, the need for films, right. the need for short films, the need for webisodes have is is it if you see the need to combat what world star hip hop is doing on a daily basis, if you see what they are doing in other communities by utilizing those tools of access to tell their story and to promote their agendas, you know what I'm saying? Whether it's subtle or whether it's in your face, then you will realize that somebody is sitting down at the table. They don't have to be super geniuses and dumb smart and, and, and super intelligent. They figuring shit out on the wing and they doing things that are impacting a large amount of people, a very large number of impressionable people with their content. So my thing is this, you know, I'm 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 so glad that we're going to end 2013 and we finally have a conscious magazine. We finally have a conscious blog. We finally are doing some of the things that we supposed to have been doing in 2008. You feel what I'm saying? We finally have caught up and did some stuff, but the film, like everybody talks about, you know, the 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 impact of hidden colors Thing, you know, the 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 you know, they're playing in barbershops everywhere I go and you know, I, I often I I praise that film, I praise that document series that document series. But I'm like, hold on. Like, is my dude the only one that could do a documentary? Like wait, wait, are you wait, 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 before you go there, let me tell you, Urban Kryptonite is coming out. You know, Urban Kryptonite is on deck. The brother Damien McSwine, he came through, he had an idea. Me and Brother Morgan from up in Ohio helped him incubate the idea, and we ran with the, uh, you know, we reached out to the people, and the people kind of let us down. You know, we, we tried to drive and raise the money ourselves. The people kind of let us down. They didn't come through with the 15 stacks that we needed. We really need 30, but we was like, look, we're going we're gonna to pitch in from our own pockets, so we'll just use, yeah. we'll shoot for 15, and we'll try to pitch in the rest. But we didn't get there. But. We got a, 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 a night in shining armor in the form of Jehudi Ma'atra, who believes in the project. I was like, yo, that's, is that all y'all need? 15 stacks? Come on, man. What's wrong with y'all, man? We got to fix this thing, yo. Oh, there's that check. And uh, let me know what else y'all need. Let's get this thing on deck. So we do have the health version with the top-of-the-line health spurts uh, from all over. So that's, that's featuring myself, Ali Muhammad. Obviously, Jehudi and Africa, and 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 just it's 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 going to be in excess. Um, yeah, I need to highlight like KT the arts degree. Hey, KT the arts degree. I, I'm 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 hitting KT the arts degree. He always got a spot wherever I'm at. Wherever I'm at, KT the arts degree got a spot. But listen, Sinetta is on the line. Seventy one forty seven. Bring Sinetta in. He, you know, Sinetta. He he itching. He 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 can't wait to get in. He just hit me on the other line. So. Um, definitely, it's, it's all good. Bring bring him in for a minute, and and, and let's let's get his contribution because, you know, I, I know he has a, another level of insight into the um, the creativity that's being displayed and the impact of black media. Call it from the six four six six seven six. Peace, peace, family. What's happening? Peace. You already know. Peace. 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 Introduce you hear me? yourself to the audience. Yes, sir. Peace, peace, brother Sarnetta calling in. Uh, first, I want to let you know, brother, um, you know your radio show is not kicking up from the um, computer. 
because that's what made me call in. And then I refreshed my page. You you don't hear no sound on the computer at all. Well, actually, was going. Yeah, Blog Talk is on vacation for two days, so we actually had to we had to restart this show, and then you know we didn't we had so many issues in our first show we had to delete that and restart the show. So we're doing what we could do. Shout out to everybody that called in. Salute to y'all. We got a lot of people on the um, call queue. So I'm, I'm oh, sure okay, they did. I, you know. I, I thought y'all probably didn't know that. Yeah. All right. That's what's well, up, we didn't we know that I now. Say, so, no doubt. Yeah, I want to give a strong black power thank you, man, to my brother, Minister Inky, for, um, you know, just even recognizing what's going on. And, of course, Know the Legs Radio, get all the props. You already know that, too. But um, the piggyback on, is the red pill on? Because I know I heard the red pill, right? Yep. Let, let's say veggie back. Okay. We got some vegetarians in the building. <laughs> All right, to veggie back. To veggie back. <laughs> to veggie back on what my brother Red Pill was saying. If y'all been keeping up with the promos that I've been doing, that's all I kept saying was, yo, this Hebrew is not your ordinary Hebrew. I told the Red Pill that when he come on the block. I told a few people, and people was just dismissing the brother because, they would say, well, who is he? He ain't got no name. He ain't nobody. But, see, I build with him. I listen to him. I mean, he he was on the Unk show smashing my man, the God killer, up, you know, but they would never admit that either, you know, because our <laughs> egos are so big. <laughs> you know, our egos are so big that, you know, we can't just cop down. Even the best get beat sometimes, brother, you know. The best thing yeah. to do is just dust yourself off and go back in the laboratory and come out and, and get more research. That's all. It's not the end of the damn world, man. You know, it's always hey, going to be somebody out always. Now, what I want to say, huh? What I want to say, yes, go ahead, brother. Just real quick, what you're saying is true because, like like you said about the Ali, Muhammad, and Tahuti debate, um, Tahuti got that one because Ali lost his cool. I thought Ali's science was way more intact, but he lost his cool. Mm-hmm. Now, what I want to right. say about that is Ali so far after that debate has been the coolest, most level-headed debater since. So I think that he analyzed that debate and saw his weakness in that debate and made that his strength in the debate since. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I want to say, man, when we think, listen, brothers, this is very important. Y'all need to know this. When you think people is not watching out there in the world just because you don't see the sign on YouTube that say Meta World Peace, they got other names. You know, a lot of people use code names because they, they don't want everybody to know who exactly, who they are. Trust so me, just like, like right now, like right now, we might not know somebody is listening to this blog talk radio show. Believe me, they are tuned in. This is what I want to tell you. Man, I had a nice meeting with Meta World Peace for like four hours. I brought my children down to the hotel, Brother Polite. We was getting it in, and he was, yo, man, if you, I videotaped it so you know I'm going to give it to y'all. He knew damn near everybody in the goddamn circuit, brother. He was mentioning Sarah Suchetti. He was mentioning the debates. He was talking about how much he loved the debates and why that we need this. I mean, he just was going in, brother. You see, so when we're thinking that people ain't watching, man, people is watching. People listening to y'all right now. 
You see, so that's why it's very important yeah. for what we be doing. And I, and I definitely agree with what Inky was talking about. We got to put a cap on this because if the white man sees that they could generate a lot of money just like they did with hip-hop, you see what they did? Yep. They do the same thing to this right here because they see the movement. And I guarantee you they will make it even bigger because they're going to give yep. some sell-out niggas to debate over stupid shit. Sell-out, yep. you know? Okay. But uh, I, got a I kept talking question. about one more thing. I kept talking y'all and telling y'all that this Hebrew brother is no joke. I even remember telling Red Pill, I said, yo, do you remember the mighty Hebrew? He's on that type of level. <laughs> That's the type of level that this brother is on, man. You know, yeah, and shout the out to thing the is with my brother, yeah, what my brother Sarah Sutton said he is, I'm not saying the brother got washed up. I'm not saying none of that. What I'm saying, and I know this for a fact, is that they slept on him. They sleeping on the Hebrews because you just automatically assume that all Hebrew Israelites are the same, and they not. They all not the same, brother. Just like all Muslims are not the same. Just like all Moors are not the same. You see what I'm saying? All five percent, they right. different sets now. Well, okay, well, let me, so let me, let me just so, get Hold on. Hold on. You so you got to really do your research on that because I guarantee you that Hebrew study who the fuck said he was, said he didn't study who he was. Sarnetta, you hear me? Yes, I hear you. Sarnetta. I'm listening. Yeah, okay. I got about a three-part question. One, you know, this show was talking about media, so I want you to speak about how you went developing your own form of media. Your YouTube channel is very unique. There's not too many people out there that are doing what you're doing. You got uh, uh, intro music that speaks directly to the character of what your channel represents. You know what I'm saying? And it works. You're able to have people engage. I was all around the country. There's people's houses that I went to. That's all they do is sit up and watch Sidenet TV. Okay? So they was putting me on the stuff that was going on. Right? Yeah. So in so many ways, it's reality TV. So I want to ask, too, you know, what's next? You know what I'm saying? In the mind of somebody like yourself who puts themselves forward as Don King in the space of being a promoter, someone who takes the temperature of the people, you know what the people want, you figure out how to package it and present it to them. Okay? How do we take this to the next level? If we do recognize what you're saying, and I know that directly Because when I was in Los Angeles, I was sitting down with Hollywood actors. I was sitting down with NBA players. I was sitting down with NFL players. They all are mindful about what's going on. They all are tuned into the conscious community by way of YouTube. They know who Phil Valentine is. They know who Sadnetta is. They they damn sure know who Polite is. They know who Seti is. You know, they know what sovereignty is. They know who the malls are. They know all this stuff. Okay. So, you know, as you look at a brother like Sutek, who is taking his business expertise and helping out a brother like um, Loaded Lux, that whole forum that Smack TV has created, you know what I'm saying, has become a global phenomenon as well. Do you see any similarities to that? And what are you doing as a businessman to say, I'm going to take this to the next level because you know what the people are wanting. You know what the people are asking for. They want to know when are we going to take the best 
and send them up in these universities or set them up against what they perceive to be, you know, the people that they want to see them debate are Europeans. Are we going to see that okay. in 2014? Okay, brother. See, listen, man. What we have to understand is there's nothing that the Europeans could debate us about, about our condition, about our problem. We need to stop looking for Europeans thinking that that's our way out the community. That is not our way. How in the hell can a European tell us anything about religion, anything? We know all of that, brother. We are not afraid to debate no Europeans, but the European is not going to give you that energy. They're not going to give you that rhythm. They're not going to give you that spirit that we give you. No, no European would have been able to even last in that form that we had Sunday. Only that comes from us, man. That's no, no. Listen, man. No other people have forms the way we have them, bro. I'm telling you, that's just the energy. That's our vibe, man. Sometimes we be in battle mode. Sometimes when you go into a university, then you got to be under a little settled mode. I understand that, but there's no dead devil that is willing to step into the ring with any of our people that we got out here, brother. <laughs> I guarantee you that once he do the research on who a minister Inky is, who brother polite is, who's a SETI, who is it, brother, they got too much to lose. They not going to do it. We, I've been trying to get a goddamn European for the longest. I did that. Well, I, I was going to churches. There's a church around the corner. I went up in there. I tried to get a meeting. I, brother, they not doing it. And if y'all could find one, Believe me, we would love to get one. Dr. Wesley Muhammad been trying to get a goddamn Arab for something for like over a year now. He ain't get that right. yet. Eman Bashir almost almost had a, um, a Arab, and I was going to go and tape it. This was like last year. That fell through. That didn't even go through. You know, but what's going to take this to the next level is not no individual. I'm, I'm listening to what Brother Minister Inky is saying, and what we got to do is stop hating on each other. When somebody else is trying to do something, we need to also pull him up because all of us rise us up, you see. But what we do as a people is that there's too many haters and hating on what we're doing. So every time we try to climb up, there's always somebody keep pulling us back down another step. So we ain't going to never make it to the next level until all of us get on that page and all of us rise and all of us make that. You know, all of us got to do that. All of us got to play our role. It's not just me. I'm not going to be the one to take us to the next level. We are going to be the one to take us to the next level. Like your radio show, that plays a big role, man. I've been trying to get on the radio show for a while. That takes a big, y'all radio show plays a big part. Brother Inky, Minister Inky plays a big part. All of us plays a big part. I know I got something big coming up. I ain't going to let the cat out the bag yet. And, I mean, <laughs> this is going to be the shit that I got coming up. Man, I guarantee you, y'all going to love it. I, I'm just going to say y'all going to love it. Y'all going to love it. That's all I'm going to tell you for the fall, okay. for, the, um, for the fall coming up. Y'all going to love it. Not for okay. the spring, for the fall. Yeah. Okay. Now, that last question that I asked is key and is vital because, like I said, we're talking about media. And like I said, as I travel the country, no one is considered more of a um, a vanguard in the realm of digital media than Sidenetta TV. You have created something that has transcended what anyone else has been able to do in realm of YouTube or bringing reality TV to consciousness you know, how did you set that template up 
Was it something that you just came into? Did you have an original okay. plan to follow a template? Okay, let me let me tell you that. Let me explain that. And, it's, and there's nothing spectacular that I did. I didn't do anything special than what Brother Inky doing and what you doing and what anybody else doing. What I'm simply doing is just being who I am. That's just who I am, you know. <laughs> I'm just doing what I do. You know, and I'm asking, you know, being creative with the channel. It's not like I'm going in there studying and saying, this is what I got to do. No, it just comes out my head. It comes out my thought. And, you know, I've been filming for the longest, man, way before the YouTube. So what happened was I said, damn, let me just start throwing the joints up there, getting people to send me beats. I put out a call, and I want to say thank you to all those who have been sending me instrumentals, sending me um, intros. See, that's how that all came together. It was the people who helped me put that together. It wasn't just Sarnetta. It was all the people that's out there that support the House of Consciousness and that support Sarnetta TV. So I want to say thank you to all of them brothers and sisters out there. And number one thing you got to do is have tough skin because our people, boy, they are motherfucker, boy. They will try to tear your ass down. And if you fall through the cracks and can't get up, you got to be tough. You see what I'm saying? Right. So they they definitely made me strong. So without them, believe me, I wouldn't even be here today because it was because of the haters that made me say, nah, I'm coming back harder. They done took like goddamn 10 pages from me from YouTube. I remember y'all did a show last year, Brother Blue Pill and Red Pill, and y'all did a show and said, oh, man, congratulations to Brother Sarnetta. You remember that? He reached a million yeah. mark. He reached a million views. He reached and yeah, showed up what funny. happened. Them Negroes stole my page, took the page down. I didn't give up. I said, all right, I come back. I just made another one and made another one and just kept making another one and banging hard and banging. And most of the time I got to the point where... I mean, that's the key yeah, component. Thank you, thank you. And, and, and yeah, but we, all, we always, we always got to remember that there's a lot of Negro adversaries out there. And I'm not mad. I just know what happened to us as a people. You know, you're going to have your pros. You're going to have your cons. You're going to have those who love you and hate you. You just got to stand, stay consistent and be consistent. And then that, that right there is going to pay out for you. It's going to pay off well, let, for us, man. We just got to be consistent, brother. Let me say this because this is important into the to the message that I want to get to the people right now. The the way this magazine idea grew is I just wanted to be more creative than everybody else in terms of having a brochure. So it was really going to be all about me. But my cousin, I have to dig up my cousin Cavario. He started the Don Diva magazine. He's been the the, the chief editor on Hip Hop Weekly for the last since it started. Um, Hip Hop Weekly, like the number one uh, urban magazine. So he pulled me to the side, and he gave me the 101 to magazine, and he said, listen, brother, in order for you to make this successful, you got to forget about you. you got to make it about the people. Trust me. Just trust in the people. Don't worry about the haters. Trust in the people. Make it for everybody. Even if they got the same type of products you got, don't worry. Let them in the magazine. Make this for everybody, and I guarantee you, you'll get the support of the community. And sure enough, we reached out with the magazine and everybody contributed. I had so much material for the magazine, I couldn't even fit it all into the magazine. And that's from everybody from the people that we love to hear from, like Phil and Delbert, all the way down to the people that we never hear from, because that's another thing I wanted to do. 
is give the people that come out and support the event, that supports the YouTube, um, a chance to also have a voice so that people can hear from them. And then what we can do is galvanize behind the magazine and use that as a weapon. We have to weaponize the magazine, not the information, but the tool to disseminate the information. And how we do that is by making sure that it's inside the barbershops because you're going to have the stunting magazine with the fat asses and the new cars and the, and the chains and the two-page advertisements for one watch and all that type of shit. You're going to have that. But what we also need to do is have our joint right there sitting on top of the table and guarantee you once that's in the mix, what everybody else does is going to get much larger because we have a new way in to spread to the masses um, what it is that we're doing locally. So everybody that contributed, I put their promo in there. Come on, let's get it in there. You know what I mean? Um, so that way we can advertise our all of our products and our services and the things that we market, you know, because what we have to start doing is realizing that the more we help people is the more we help ourselves. The more we are able to provide platforms for other people, our own personal platform grows. That's one key thing that maybe Sinetta doesn't even know he's doing, that he's doing, which is why he's reaping the benefits, is because Sinetta gives anybody that's starting up a platform. He gives anybody that's starting up, come on, brother, you want to teach? You sure you want to teach now? You got to be sure. <laughs> I'm the people. They're going to know if this is bullshit or not. But he will put you in front of the people. And if you have something that's worth um, wow given to the people, the people will respond. So by him providing a platform for so many people, his personal platform is beginning to burgeon and grow. And the same thing with KTL. That's why you have six-figure uh, uh, download numbers. This is why um, yeah, yeah, I've been yeah. able to be um, – I've yeah. been able to be so successful in what it is that I do. Downloads, man. I don't know. What oh, yo, excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Seven million downloads. Three million, huh? Yeah. <laughs> right. So seven figure downloads. Excuse me, but that's why I've been able to be so successful is because people hear me talk about certain things on YouTube, but what's beginning to circulate is that I can actually do the things that I'm saying. So. A lot of times when I fall behind with my media aspect, I'm overwhelmed by work, and I'm actually helping people that have, you know, tuberculosis, um, MRSA, um, you know, and that and MRSA kills people. Most antibiotics can't even. I'm helping people to reverse that. I'm, I'm dealing with cancers and boom, 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 and people are uh, the results are speaking for themselves. So now it's like, okay, hold on, hold on, before we keep digging deeper, before I continue to um, widen my portfolio of products and things like that and services that I offer personally, um, what we have to do is say we have, to, we have to launch this out to the masses. We have to get this because we have penetrated our community so much so that everybody is aware of what's going on. So now it's like everybody's at speed dial length. If you're looking for some economics, you know you're calling Ali Muhammad or Brother Polite. If you're looking for the health, you're dialing Minister Inky or you're trying to reach Usha. If you're looking for, um, you know, everybody has a specific niche. So now I just sat back with the help of my cousin. was like, okay, this is time that we have to package this thing and push the buck. So 
we have the audiences, we have the people in place, we just have to control what we put out and put a concerted effort together. And I think the key is not is just realizing that we don't have to be the leader. We don't have to be the organization that everybody belongs to. I don't need to be an a ISIS member or a New Covenant member to support Brother Polite when it's time for him to put on his show. I don't have to be a member of Ali Muhammad's group to support Ali Muhammad when it's time to support what he's doing. I don't have to be a member of the Morris Science Temple to say that, you know what, it is important to get that information out so people can start challenging the ideas that they've held so long about their nationality and their personal identity. I don't have to believe that the black woman is God to say that, you know what, I have to support my brother Tahuti, even if I don't agree wholeheartedly with what he's saying, he is providing uh, some self-esteem for sisters that, that may look at themselves funny. And after he says, after they listen to Tahuti, they may rethink getting the weave. They may rethink getting contacts. They may say, you know what, I like who I see right there because, you know what, somebody told me the black woman is God. So some of these things we have to move past. And internally, that's where the debate forum is for so that we can as we come together and support each other, we can still push the information forward because we never want that to be stagnant. So we don't want everybody to just agree when we disagree. We want to have the debate forums where we can purify the information, but at the same time realize that we all have to support each other because we all we got. And so a lot of people looked at the video that I threw up um, about Shaka, Brother Shaka. And in the beginning of the video and at the end of the video, I said Brother Shaka is very intelligent. However, I don't agree with Lord Abba. People on Facebook seeing me and Lord Abba go at it, you know. But Lord Abba is down with the team. You know, Shaka's a newcomer. So, hey, you got to wipe your feet on the rug before you come in. Now Shaka has made himself a part of the family, and, you know, the next guy, he come in talking reckless about Shaka or, you know, saying something about the music videos or something, we got to check him too, and we got to stick together like that. You know, it's okay for us in our organized formats to critique one another. However, we got to realize that we are an extended family, you know, and extended and inside your family, you disagree, you argue, you fight. But if the neighbor get involved, then we all kicking the neighbor ass. And after we kick the neighbor ass, we're probably going to go back to our and fight it, you know. But as a family, we have to push our personal well-being, which is our number one agenda. Our number one agenda is not health. It's not economics. It's not uh, the black woman being God. It's our personal well-being and how we're going to set up our children. Now, the economics piece, the health piece, the studying piece, the nationality piece, all of those things play a role in helping set up our next generation. But those are not the overall goal. The overall goal is what we leave to our children because at the end of the day, we're all just trying to put forward our best foot and saying this is how we can make our world a better place, not the world a better place. We have to get beyond being concerned with that. That's an illusion. All we can do is affect our world, and it doesn't take that many people to change the world. So what we're doing is galvanizing the support of hundreds of thousands of people worldwide. The only thing is we just have to start to support each other's movements a little bit more, and that's what's going to lead to the revelation 
which causes the revolution. It's not about everybody being down with the nation of Islam. You know, it's not about everybody being in the Moorish science temple because the one thing that I notice is as black folks, we all have a problem with joining organizations if we're not the leader. If we're the leader, then we have no problem with the organization. Hey, we all need organization, discipline, blah, 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 blah. We heard the rhetoric. The moment it's time for you to be the follower, then you know what? We have to rethink things and blah, blah, blah. So we got to just get past that whole ideal and just say, look, right. Brother Steinet is killing that thing over there. We got to support that. Red pill and blue pill, they, they, they killing Block Talk Radio. We got to support that. Abundance Child, Drop Squad Kitchen, we got to franchise that. We got to, we got to put drop, we got to put McDonald's and them niggas out of business for Drop Squad Kitchen. We got to add that everywhere. Boom, 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 boom. There should be no city without a Drop Squad Kitchen. You know what I'm saying? Like, all of these things that we have, um, we have to be able to mass produce them in a way where we do reap the financial benefits. Because that's what's going to make our, you know, people, somebody pulled me to the side, literally, at the Sunday event, asked me, do I think money or fiat is evil? And I just looked at them, and a part of me wanted to bust out and laugh. You know, I'd just be over-the-top frank sometimes. But another part, you know, spoke to, spoke to the, the necessity of our system of uh, information dissemination and said, you know what, brother, it's, it's Money is not evil. Money is, is beautiful. It's a tool that people use. We've always had a system of organized trade, um, be it carved stones or, or whatever the case may be. So it, it's, it's just a tool. It's like a gun. It's like a screwdriver or a hammer. You know, it's what you do with it. You know, so we, we, we have to realize that money is beautiful. Resources is beautiful, but wealth, Wealth comes from consciousness, okay? Resources, money, who controls them, those are all effects of the manifestation of group consciousness. So when we start to say we have to push our well-being forward first before anything else, everything else will line up in place. Everything else will line up in place because all of the small arguments will work themselves out because you know what? Some of these things don't matter. If y'all want to be over there in the more that will beautiful, go on over there. If y'all want to be in New Covenant or ISIS or whatever, you know, what? do that. Who cares? Do that. But the only thing I want to see is, is that we all have some money. I want the brothers in the Morris Science Temple to look good. I want them to pull up with, you know, when we do, when we do the, the, the by this time next year, I want the, the, the cars to look sick outside. I want everybody to have nice vehicles. I want to see the Fezzes roll up in, in Benzes and, and Bentleys. I want to see new Covenant members hopping out of Navigators and, and Lexus. I want to see the ISIS members, you know, like, this is, this is how we're supposed to do it because we're exporting the consciousness to the entire globe, and this is, this is biological design. This is not something that's about the trend. This is not about me being from the Bronx and Harlem saying we create the styles and everybody copy. No, this is about biological dominance. So we have to take control and evict the virus that's been downloaded into our group program and start to export the type of consciousness 
that we want, and we have the tools that's available. YouTube is getting ready to start charging people to load up videos on there. Mm-hmm. So we got to drain it while we got it. We got to drain it while we got it and use that as a – because necessity dictates creativity. All right? Necessity creates – I mean, dictates creativity. You know, adversity is the father of invention, the mother of invention. So what I'm saying is is when we no longer can use YouTube, we'll create some other venues. But right now we have YouTube, and people can build massive followings on YouTube. The word can reach uh, around the globe within a matter of seconds. You know, that's how this thing is so powerful. It's not y'all, y'all not getting seven-figure downloads from, from, you know, from L.A. and New York. Y'all getting seven-figure downloads from L.A., New York, Texas, Canada, France, Germany, Africa. Like, I sometimes get phone calls from people, and I'm I, sorry to say I hang up on them sometimes. Like, I don't know what they're saying. They don't know how to speak English. I don't know how to speak Chinese. Like, I don't know what to say. Only thing I can make out is minutes thank you. You know, so all we have to do is take control of this thing, and, and it boosts everything that we're doing. The health situation, we're getting ready to have the health situation in a stranglehold. The only thing that has to happen to turn around our entire health condition as a people is the information has to get out there. You know, I'm not alone. Um, Dehudi Ma'ara, he's got affidavits curing herpes, which which by law is uncurable. You know, uh, uh, Dr. Savi done been in court and beat the AIDS. You know, so we we got we got the remedies. You know what I mean? We got the remedies. That's that's not a problem. It's just a matter of the information getting out there. We have the uh, various economic solutions. Whether you're having trouble setting up your Aboriginal business format, so you want to set up and then you know your your trust business incorporation outside of this um, collective situation that we we live under, um, or whether you want to get into the real estate, we have options for those things now. We have have the internal operations where you can make your living inside the community. You know, we just had an issue with a a European uh, woman, and and, and that was a whole big thing, and everybody was getting on Booker T. Coleman about the situation because he said she got hot in her heart and... You know, I'm sure being in the media, y'all, y'all got wind of that thing there. You know, I was kind of late on that whole situation, but I, but I got wind of it, you know. And um, so, so my thing is media, and that's, that's my challenge that I wanted to just uh, put towards the community. Everybody does not have to be in front of the camera. Everybody does not have to be a radio personality. But when you have a tool like a magazine at your disposal, you can purchase a few copies of the magazine and go and give those few copies to your barbershop. Just drop them off. Because in the magazine, you're going to have varying perspectives. So somebody's going to identify with something. So, for instance, if you look at the first edition, you might not identify with anything but Eileen Bay's breakdown of the law. He's got a, like a four or five page spread, Aline Bay breaking down the law. Okay, he's going into that. You might you might identify with Damien McSwine, myself, or Brother Jehudi going in on the different aspects of health. We got Mama Kosua, 
Mother of the Locks Conference, the biggest black uh, event, um, conscious event in America. All right? She's in the magazine talking about hair, uh, um, not just hair, but are you under the illusion of inclusion, okay? Black enterprise, black media, black business. Um, you know, we got Phil. So, so you know, this is the this is the, the the thing that we're able to do when we open up what it is that we personally have to the community at large. And, and hey, that's, that's um, the main can I say thing. something real quick before I leave? Yes, there? sir. Yes, sir. I gotta get up early in the morning. Ron Artez, man. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to that brother, Ron Artez. And, of course, I want to give a black power shout-out to my brother Polite and the New Covenant. And the reason why I'm saying Ronald Tez, of course, you know, the brother definitely um, hit me off with three front-row seat tickets, man. So I'm, I'm up in the building. I know a lot of Negroes going to hate, call me a Negro or whatever because you're into basketball or whatever. But I've always been in the sports. I've been talking to Minister Inky about that. Remember, Inky, when we used to build on that? Hell, Yeah. So I just want to say, yeah, the brother, the brother hit me off with three tickets, man. So you know, I'm taking my little man early in the morning, get it in, and then come back home with the family, eat dinner, and all that. So I want to give that brother a powerful shout out, and of course, brother polite, the new covenant, same thing, man. You know, because the brother definitely came through, and I'm, I'm gonna see how many other brothers know, because I'm going in the back with them. I'm going through the back door with the brother. You see what I'm saying? So. I want to see how many other brothers know about who or not. And you know I'm going to have my gun with me. And I'm going to have the camera. That's the camera. That's the camera. So I'm definitely going to shout out, know the legs. I'm going to see who knows what. I'm going to give them the test. See how they've been listening. You know what I'm saying? Say that again? Hold on. I said you better have that cannon on you. I said earlier. Oh, you know. know. Brother, you know I ain't going nowhere without the cannon. You know that. I said earlier in the show, we're going to do a year in the review show probably next week and whatnot. But uh, you are definitely a close runner-up for having the best year in consciousness this year, brother. All right. Yeah, for putting up, in that work. You know, you put Thank in you, that work. You know you, what I'm saying? So keep yeah. doing your work. You know, Good luck, man. Uh, I, we, we, we need to expand into the film uh, genre real soon. We're going to talk about that. We got all the characters all right, that we need. But peace, yeah, peace and black power to the brother. Peace. Peace, All right. Peace. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um. Yeah, I mean, I mean, listen. The summit of the moors opened my eyes up when I went down there last year, and it was like, okay, I see something magical happening. Yeah, talk about everybody that. Here, yeah, everybody that was at the summit of the moors was not necessarily. Uh, a Mexamores, you know, you had you had cats down there from ISIS and, and a whole host of different um, uh, Moorish uh, factions, so to speak. Um, you even had people that were just interested in the information that wanted to support. And it was completely business-driven. It wasn't about, listen, here's a breakdown of the information and here's nationality and here's, like, that wasn't even a part of this. Like, I was blown away. That was not a part of the Morris Summit. They, they, you're not coming down to the Morris Summit to hear about that. That's strictly, okay, what do you guys have to offer? What kind of business? What are you doing? 
Do you have a business that you can contribute to the family? If not, are you willing to work and support somebody else's business to make it larger? Period. That was just like that was like a UN meeting. That was like a UN United Nations meeting. And this one is gonna be even larger and cleaner. So definitely want to big up everybody that's a part of that because they was just walking the walk down there. Like there was no there was no talking down there. I don't even know how I don't even think the word nationality came up down there in anybody's presentation. Like it was straight business. Like, yo, how are you guys but, able to monetize what it is that you're doing? How can we help you monetize that? And, right. Exactly. That's, that's but, nation building. Correct. Correct. But not in what we, um, what the, what the general community have have been associating it with in terms of just lessons and information. It was more just straight action. Like this is it now. It's 2013. We're all smart. Everybody, we we got we got it. We had math teachers out the wazoo. Cool. All right. Now it's time to to, to get in the game and play some ball out here. So. That's, that's just the level we're at, and I think that the media is intrinsic to that. If we study the oppression that we're under, and we've studied it a million ways from Sunday, the media is the power center. This is why I wanted to shine a light in my book Sunday School on Silicon Valley, Microwave Valley, so that we understand the source of white power is not the military. It's Silicon Valley. It's technology because technology allows for information to be disseminated faster, easier, and in larger capacity. Not so, only that, so, as we have mentioned on the show several times, all military wars are fought for minerals, okay? That's right. Those that's minerals right. by part have become what has been used to um, advance technology. I was just looking at a DVD earlier, and it was speaking about the West. It was speaking about America. The whole social imperative of America is to displace old customs and traditions that exist in different systems with the new technology. Their whole agenda is the advancement of technology. They will dress it up. Okay, they'll, 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 you'll see the military aspects of the advancement of it, but that's not what it is. The military will come in to advance the technology. It's about their entire, their, their, their entire. Because remember, their, their entire imperative is the, to advance that yeah, technology. The industrial age was technology. You know what I'm saying? Those those humongous That's factories right. with machines working. That's right. That was that era right. version of technology. And the industrial right. age was, was effectively ushered in um, the new era, the new age or the new world and solidified these uh, European countries and most in particularly the United States of America as uh, a rising superpower. You feel what I'm saying? Well, let me say this. So, let me say this because this, okay. is, this, is, this is the key to realizing what's going on. Taking us, taking us back to what I was saying that we have to realize in order to move our agenda forward is that the most important thing to our community has to be the legacy we leave the children. Everything else has to be secondary. And why am I saying that in uh, retrospect to the technology and the military is because all of these things, especially the military, are about 
biology. And this is why my work is so important because what's happening right now is that we've had a bunch of scientists. Uh, we've obviously laid the precedence, but since then, our material that we've left has been sequestered from us and has been studied by Europeans. So they understand now, okay, they understand one of the key things that I haven't heard anybody else talking about in terms of the black body, which is plasma, the plasma in the body. They understand the plasma in the cell. They understand the oscillating nucleus and how that works to the greater radiation frequencies that surround the planet and the cosmos at large. How that has an interplay with the minerals. The minerals determine the frequency at which your cells and even the microorganisms, bacteria, and viruses will vibrate at in, in, on, and around the body. So they have to control that in order to control the biology. The advances in technology are to make up for things that they lack naturally and at the same token as they're trying to boost their personal biologies and make up for certain shortcomings, they're trying to slow ours down. So if we look at William Shockley. William Shockley won the Nobel Peace Prize for understanding the semiconductor, but their understanding of the semiconductor came out of Egypt and the understanding of copper and how copper is a semiconductor, which means that you are able to conduct not only electrons, but spaces in between electrons, which we know of as miniature black holes. So now how that becomes biology is our body, the melanin that we so highly praise and, and prize ourselves for, is made at its base from copper. When we look at our thymus and our thyroid, which controls our metabolism, the hormones that are secreted there are made from copper. When we look at cortisol, how cortisol is able to be produced in the liver and get rid of uh, bacteria, fungus, viruses, even fat cells, adipose tissue, and all of these things in our body is because cortisol can metabolize copper and drop it into the blood plasma and literally electrify the body and take the body's conductivity up. And it does that in times of fever. It does that when we work out. It does that at specific key times. So um, this whole panorama of, of, of mineral uh, and resource um, um, plundering and, 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 uh, and uh, uh, white supremacy and all that kind of stuff is all about biology. So that makes it just that much more important for us to get this information out. This is why I have the classes online. I started the Holistic University with Brother Gabriel, and it was beautiful, but we didn't have the student enrollment that we needed because it was just kind of expensive. So I said, you know what, I'm going to streamline this, all right, with what I know and what the people need to know, and I'm going to charge people $25 a month. Everybody has that. You don't have that. You're not serious about this because it's not going to, we're not going to make it if there are only a handful of us. You know, we have to have the, the, the health thing has to, exactly, the health thing has to become everybody. Every mother has, it should be, it, it should be no parent in our community that doesn't come to um, the Amber Institute School to just get that information. And from there, you should springboard into Africa and Ali Muhammad's and, or 
you know, vice versa, whoever you come through, but health should be an imperative because you have a family to take care of. And these are the things that we need to know in order to create the foundation for financial security because financial security is really about bloodline and genetic security. So this is why even I put the video up, nationality versus genetics, because understanding the role of genetics is the only way to really tie ourselves into wealth that existed that we've been robbed for, and even larger than that, because that is, is so much a moot situation, it's the way to lock down and secure the wealth that we're building right now because we have our finger on the pulse. We spent our time talking about it all night, how we're positioning ourselves to really reap strong benefits, and it's going to be all the people that have been working behind the scenes that will be at the forefront of this new industry that we have created. Um, so we have That's to understand. So. Go ahead. Um, we were talking on Sunday, and um, I was telling you about what's going on in Harlem because you mentioned Silicon Valley, and I wanted to share some information that the audience may not be familiar with, dealing with biology, Silicon Valley, and how they're actually implementing, you know, the uh, their movement, okay? So this is an article out of the Daily News that was uh, published Wednesday, November the 27th, 2013. And the title of the artist is Science of Life, 16 Startups Move into Biospace. The first batch of science-loving settlers, right? Listen to the language. The first batch of science-loving settlers has landed to help colonize Harlem's fledging Silicon Valley. Sixteen startups, all of them sporting a healthcare focus, set up shop inside the new Harlem biospace on West 127th Street, becoming the city's first incubator for the medical research crowd. Now, we was in Harlem on Sunday, right, oblivious to what the hell is going on on 127th Street, we could have paid them a visit. The Bloomberg administration kicked in $626,000 in taxpayer funds and partnered with Columbia University biomedical engineering professor Sam Sia, who said he picked up the rest of the tab to launch Upper Manhattan's budding intellectual haven. City officials will unveil the full roster of scientists by year's end, but they gave the Daily News a sneak peek. Okay, I will not go on further because there's a lot, but it's it's called Harlem's Garage, right? Mm. Entrepreneurs said they found Harlem's booming startup culture too enticing to pass up. Now, who's talking about, so we're in Harlem and there's a booming startup culture, but nobody is talking about that, okay? That's right. Harlem Garage, they call it Harlem Garage. Another, no, this is another incubator on West 118th Street, where desks, they, they rent desks for $300 a month, opened up three weeks ago. And that's what I was telling you, that we could go ahead and rent out a desk inside of one of these incubators because you could do your research, you could do everything that Ali is talking about, uh, a lot of the stuff that the Hootie and them is talking about, you have access. Let me, let me read what you have access to. The fee includes access to a back laboratory outfitted with advanced equipment to grow cells, test tissue, and analyze toxins. Tenants also get free legal advice from biotech law firm Wilmer Hale. 
Easy access to the top-notch tools and mentors were the main draw for applicants. Sia said the selection process was competitive, but wouldn't reveal how many startup, startups wanted the access. This is the beginning of the biotech industry. Goal is for the individual companies to grow out of this space and get a space of their own. Leases are tainted every six months. Uh, No, leases are renegotiated every six months with a three-year time limit. Come on, B. You know what? Sometimes I think... Well, look, we in there. Look, let me just let you go right now. Vegan Mafia is in there. Hold on, hold on. I really don't think we take ourselves as serious as we profess to. So it's a lot that I I really think we need to just cut out and just reevaluate what's going on right underneath our nose. Because we're blowing a lot of hot air and distributing energy in the wrong place. My personal opinion, you know, and I was going to bring this up to Sarnetta before he got off the line. Like, even there's an initiative that, that this young lady on my Facebook page has started as one individual. She has, like, six government grants that she solidified dealing with the East Harlem Empowerment Zone right on 125th Street. I'm talking about you could have stood on the corner of Fifth Avenue and through a rock to 125th Street and Fifth a- and Park Avenue right underneath where the Metro North is, one single melanated carbonated black woman alone has resurrected that whole area. It was a, a visible, like, slight on the community. She totally transformed the place, and she's dealing with the homeless people in that community. At some point, you know what I'm saying, like at some point, the reality of the situation has to kick in and we got to do right where we at. You know what I'm saying? Like it's within our power to do it, but I really don't think that we're looking at these things that are possible. I don't really think that we think we could do it. I want to, I want to, I want to add one more on. Let me say this. Let me say this before you come in. Okay. I think that further elaborates, uh, enunciates and punctuates the need for black media, because I don't think that it's a matter of um, anything besides people not knowing. And that's why things like that don't make it into the media, because they know our level of creativity. They know our level of ambition. So if we all find out about things like that. It's in media. It's out there already. Not in your media. It's the, not in black media. The stuff that Correct. I not on you. Correct. It's on Facebook. Correct. I, I, That's why we have to have our media. We put up. I put it's up. On Facebook. Yeah, I put up information. We put up articles all day about technology and forward-thinking stuff on Facebook, and no, and we get two likes. Like nobody is really interested in this stuff, but they give. Well, no, 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 no. Don't underestimate that because when you put up the hopscotch joint, I didn't like it or comment on it. But guess what? I'm employing it, though. So I, I got my babies on it. You know what I mean? They're learning hopscotch because Red Pill posted hopscotch. And for the family that doesn't know about hopscotch, hopscotch is an iPhone, iPad app that teaches children, um, you know, really young, how to learn how to start computer programming. Yeah. So trust me, I wanna, it, it's, I wanna it's fill, getting out I wanna, there. I want to fill up a room the same way that it was filled up on Sunday and not only put up hopscotch, but put up about 20 or 30 more programs that they could walk out of that place. You understand? Not even if they don't know how to use the technology, 
but empower them with this kind of information because it is imperative that our people are made aware of the options that are in front of them. I want to read something, well, no, no, no. another Here, article listen. real quick. I want to read wait, an wait, article. Before you go into the article, I got you. I got you. I just want to add this before we miss the point. This is the beauty of me saying that we have to thread the different media streams together because if the debates, having powerful debates, bring the people out like that, brings the stars online to watch the way it does, right? Now it's um, up to um, House of Consciousness and KTL to say, okay, look, well, we need to have a 20-minute KTL um, intermission where Red Pill updates us on technology. We need to have a 15-minute um, Air Magazine intermission where they update us on the latest things going on in the community, health-wise, whatever the, way, whatever the case. And that's how we galvanize the people working together. So we just have to use, because we all can't walk in the same door. But the thing that we have to do is when we walk in the door, we have to turn around because everybody won't qualify necessarily for a grant. So if we got a sister that's able to get grants, we have to be able to turn around and put some blood, sweat, and tears into what she's doing so that she'll turn around and put some blood, sweat, and tears into what we're doing. So if she's working with the homeless, I have no problem with going over there, performing some diagnostics, and helping to get some people that's trying to change their life around um, on the right track health-wise. And then maybe she can in turn um, use some resources that she has at her fingertips to support what it is that we do on the back end and so on and so forth. So we can't all do everything, but if we have the resources, when we weave them together, that way we can accomplish that goal because that's, that should be nothing for us to accomplish. Like you coming up there with the latest uh, technology, boom, 20-minute intermission, bam. You know what I mean? We might just have to start there in an hour early so that way people that have important things to bring to the community when Sinetta is able to galvanize them and bring the community out, we can make those announcements. Let me even add to this. Like, even at an event like Sunday, because, like the brother said, you know, there's fractions or there's factions. There's different factions. Then you fraction those factions because even those factions have different separate, uh, you know, groups or what have you. You know, it's something that doesn't play very well to vendors because, you got people that are in the RBG camp that don't fuck with Moors. You got people that are Rastas that don't fuck with RBG. You got Israelites that don't fuck with nobody. You know what I'm saying? So heavy crowds, like I did my numbers, you know what I'm saying? But it's not cool for me to say that I went home and I did my numbers because I'm looking in the face of these other vendors. And not everybody did their numbers because we're bringing them to a hostile environment. And the unity wasn't on display in an event. You know what I'm saying, such as that. So we need to also be careful and take notice of that, that if people are patronizing our events, such as the vendors, at what point are we giving forums to them to introduce their product? These are some of those people's livelihoods. This is how they eat. This is how they survive. You feel me? You know what I mean? So we, we, we just have to do more when we have events such as that, when we bring in those numbers. It's just not about clocking in. At the door, we I think we have to do something else, you know what I mean, to make sure that they're mindful that the, the, the people that they're looking at is their brothers and sisters. At the end of the day, we all we got, you know what I'm saying? And everyone in that room can utilize the strengths of one another, 
You know, together it's a beautiful family. Fragmented piece by piece, it shit looks crazy. You know what I mean? Right. Well, well I think I think the first steps on the way, just being able to do the hard part, which is galvanize the people. Now, um, you know, I've been speaking to Sarnetta a lot behind the scenes, and his mind is really wide open um, in terms of um, getting more people involved and growing what it is that we have. So I think it's really just a matter of organizing. All right, look, let's have Simon, because Simon is the fucking man when it's with, in, in terms of getting excitement on stage at the podium. So, look, let's have Simon run through this and generate some excitement in terms of this direction. Let's have him, um, you know, while people are walking around doing their intermission, let's, let's have certain brothers come up. And instead of how Simon goes around the room, because I think he's trying to do that, shed some light on people when he goes around the room and says, now make sure you support the vendors. Go see Minister Inky right here. We have brother over here. We have such and such with this. But I agree with you in saying there's more we could do, and that's one of the things I wanted to do with the magazine is give people that don't normally have a voice in the community a voice because everybody is equally a part of the community, whether they're in let's, front of the room or not. Let's do this. Let's give the community a voice that's on the line right now because they have a voice. I'm sure that they have some input. We have callers in the queue. Um, there's 18 minutes left to the live show. Uh, I'm sure that the family that's on the line, they're already on the line. For those that are listening on the computer, if you are, you know, they said that there's no audio on the computer. But if you want to call in and join us, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, the number is 347-637-2135. That is 347-637-2135, Okay. Now I want to go to uh, the call line. Let's go directly to the first caller in the queue. Let's go to a uh, 617 number. I think that's Boston. I right, shout out to the Boston family. I can't wait to get back to B.O. 617 Beantown 980. Peace. Caller from the 617. You with us? Peace. No. Let's go to the four oh seven. Caller from the four oh seven six nine two. Caller from the four oh seven six ninety two. Hey. Hello? Hello? Peace. Peace. You can hear me? Yes, sir. What's what's good family? Peace to um everybody, you know, peace to Red Blue, Mr. Inky, the great, you know. Um I was just listening, man, um and y'all just, just gave me mad inspiration. Y'all talking community building and everything y'all was talking about was just solid and it's, it's just great, man. This is how we build the community. And I definitely support, you know what I'm saying, I do whatever I could to support the community. I tune in, spread the word. I was just in jail telling some brothers about it. You know what I'm saying? I got out this morning. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, peace to everybody. I just wanted you know, say I was tuning in the whole show. Have you back with us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Family. Word up. You know? Word. Well, let me, let me say this. I think that that's such a such an important part to what it is that we're doing, um, having brothers like you export the word into the system because, you know, more than half of our community is, is behind bars. Yeah. So being able to get the information to them is important because – 
the street culture starts in the prison. So when we change the prison, like like the brother Ali, I'm not sure if anybody, uh, if everybody's aware of brother Ali. Brother Ali came home during 33 years, and the brother that wrote, I don't know how many books. Um, I just did a, a panel with him at the last conference, and the brother's incredibly sharp, spreading information and waking brothers up on the inside, and his, he had the discipline to come out, uh, a stronger man than the way he went in, and that is in no um, is in is in no way due to anything else short of the information that he consumed and then disseminated to the people around him. So what you're doing. That this is what we're talking about. This is this is this is the whole purpose of this this show tonight. Um, being able to disseminate the right type of information and make what we're doing larger and to the point that it's mainstream. See, we don't have to get to open the doors for it. We can kick down the doors, and not only kick down doors, we can create entirely new houses with doors that we control. Um, as we uh, uh, spread what it is that we do. So I, I just want to thank you for going to spread that information because you might have put two or three brothers on, but if each one of them does the same thing, the domino effect is tremendous. True, true that, true that. Most definitely, man. Um, with um, Abundance Child, man, um, I, I own a food truck. I was telling my boy with me, I, I'm trying to convert over to the vegan. And when you said about franchising, it just hit me, man. I'm I'm going to Texas right now to try to get my money up, so that's going to stick in my head, man, most definitely. Man. All right, well, let me do it like this. Let me do it like yeah, this. Man. Hold on, hold on. 602-888-DROP. 602-888. That's abundance number. Anybody that's thinking about franchising or, or helping to build the movement or be a part of the movement, Hit that number up. 602-888-DROP. That's what this is about right now. 602-888-DROP. Got it. I got it. All right. I got it. And if you don't got it, hopefully Block Talk won't dog us and it'll be in the archives and you can come back and get it. <laughs> For sure. For sure, yo. Peace to all y'all brothers. Much love. Yes, sir. Cherish your freedom, man. Stay out from behind that wall. We need you yeah, out man. here. Yeah, right. <laughs> For sure. Right. For sure. Yep. Okay, we're going to go to the 347. All right, 347-898. Call it from the 347-898. Call it. Peace. Peace. It's good, Red, Blue, Minister Hanky. It's Corey. What's going Corey. on, God? I'm good. I'm good. Um, loving the show. You drop it in and everything. Um, just to go into, you know, the topic in terms of media. In my humble opinion, Mona Scott has no place or purpose in 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 in, in the terms of, of, of uplifting it. I think it's no good. You know what I mean? We can sit here and oh, nah, nobody upliftment, uh, brother, at all. No, nah, I was making a comparison about how she's bringing a segment of reality whether it's controversial or not she's bringing a segment of reality to the world i was putting sanetta in that light in terms of a comparison to saying that you know what he does is comparable to that you know a lot of people some people don't agree with it some people say well that's just what it is because 
it's reality. It, it, it's what it is. It's not like he's making it up. It's not scripted. You know, they say the same thing about her. You know what I mean? And then people say the same thing. They're like, you know, that's the sister getting her money. Don't knock her. And that's the thing, you know, just like, I mean, I come from a checkered bag background just as well as that, you know, you, you know what I mean? I mean, I can sit there and say, well, yeah, that's how I got it. However, though, you know, 2013 going into 2014, like, um, I don't think that's something that we should subscribe to, you know. Um, no, 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 however, no. Let me say this. I, okay. I agree with you a thousand percent. That is coonery, like it's coonery. Right. What methods we were trying to, to get across is that we just have to establish our own fully controlled, staffed, and owned systems of black media so that way we can export the, the, the images that we want to export to at the world at large because when you look at World Star the majority of the people viewing Worldstar are not even in America. They're abroad. They're in China, France, and Germany. So, so, My point is that we get, right, so when we get control of, of what it is that we're doing, and we have to start by um, not necessarily everybody running out to create a new blog talk radio show because they see how successful Red and Blues is, or everybody trying to emulate what Sinetta does, everybody saying, oh, Medellin, you got a magazine. I'm going to copy up Medellin, you make me a magazine. No, support the stuff that's already in place so that way we can grow these umbrellas and incubate new so creativity, like, products, and services to the, to the world at large. We need another seven heaven. You know what I'm saying? We got that already. <laughs> I, 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 listen, I'm I, 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 I with all of you wholeheartedly. However... We can't However. keep giving cheap keep passes. You did like I, I, I'm not with the passes. Like real talk, you know what I mean? Like oh, you know he's he's a young dude and he's just trying to get his bread. Like all right, but I mean it, it, there has to become a place, a space where you say, nah, we can't, we 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 can't even jack that no more. You know what I mean? Like, I, don't know. I think that's the purpose of the debates is for us to be able to come together as a community. Um, because we are the nexus point for global thought. See, that's, the, that's what we have to really understand and take back, take a step back and really take a moment of silence. We should have did the 11-11 on that. Like, we are at the nexus of global thought. We create it, right. and then it radiates out to the world at large. So mm-hmm. by having a forum like the debates, we can mm-hmm. collectively come together and decide what it is that we want to export, and that will be what we export and radiate outward. And then the media circles the wagons and further supports what it is that we come together and we've decided um, um, as a group, uh, uh, we've made a group consensus on that we want to move forward on. So I think the mm-hmm. systems are already mm-hmm. in place, but they're in their infancy. I'm playing devil's advocate to this one. So I so are you telling me that the debates actually brought people together, that there wasn't – because if you go to Sinetta's page and read the comments, there's a there's a war brewing between Kemet and the Hebrews right now. So I don't right. know about – Well, no, no, no. I'm going to tell you what people together. I've been witness to that. I've witness to that. Just right. hold on a minute. What mm-hmm. I'm saying is – you know, although that the brothers sat at the panel at the end and they said 
they said on out of their mouths, their word, that they were willing to work together and that they were planting and they would work with each other. And things, you know, there was a lot of humbleness on that stage after both debates, a lot of humility. Mm-hmm. There's no set date or there's nothing on the roster for a, a unified event where we're going to see those brothers, the Hebrew Israelites and the Kemet brothers and the Moors and the ISIS come together and do something together. That's just a, that's okay. Just now, hold on. Let me, let me, let me, let me tell you, let me correct you on that. There is something on the roster, and it's the Summit of the Moors, and that's what the importance of the Summit of the Moors is. That's on the roster for that. That's the whole purpose of the Summit of the Moors is okay. so that the different groups can come together and talk about business, not talk about the differences, not try to convert people into the temple or convert people to be Israelites or convert people to be uh, black power, Canadians, or, or whatever the case may be. Just work yeah, together. Be civilized. Well, don't you work for anything. No, listen, civilized. listen. No, listen, listen. Hold that's on. the whole purpose of the Summit of the Moors is to give people the ability to come together and work on their strengths and what we need to do as a people. And then you can individually go back into your thing. Now, in terms of bringing people together and galvanizing people, um, what you're noticing in the comments and on Internet is the split in the ideologies, but where you see the unity is that people that would not not normally even be talking to one another are now having dialogue. They're having dialogue about things they disagree on, but they're having dialogue nonetheless because I was there with Sinetta when we were trying to initially set up the live streams. I was there with Sinetta when we did live streams, and there was three people that signed in, and I was there with them when we had 70, 100 people that signed in. And now there's 500, there's 700, there's 800 people signing in. So the, what's happening is people are now having dialogues with people that they would normally not be able to talk to. People are having reach into parts of the community that they would not normally have able to. Brother, I mean, with all due respect, you know what I'm saying? I hear what you're saying, but let's not beautify it for the radio. Those people... Those chat, those chat rooms are, are, are they're toxic. Yeah, they're cesspools. People are, are going at each other. And what you see is that there is a, 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 a drastic division. This is a division that I didn't, I didn't even know exists. So now the feds are like, oh, now we know how to play this card because we, we damn sure know where the, where these factions are separated at. We have a better idea. I'm not saying that that's not true. But what I'm saying is if you come to some of the courts, you'll be able to see where the factions are not divided. You You see what I'm saying? That's what we have to do. We got to take the emphasis off that and put it on to where we're not divided, and that is feeding our families and setting up structures and infrastructures within those structures that will be stable for our babies. So I got it. But what I'm saying is that we have more ears and eyes. Where are those factions necessarily not divided? Because like I told you, there were, Abraham there, were, there were vendors that came there that couldn't feed their families because the factions were so divided and there was no emphasis put on economics. We could talk about it. We're talking about it afterwards, but the emphasis wasn't made at that particular moment. Like I'm saying, don't miss the chance. It's like you can't capture that thunder twice. Once it's gone, it's gone. So at what point are these things being talked about in terms of commonality? One sect is leaving with one, um, 
you know, they cling on to their ideology and they have, they have to hold on to it even tighter, especially if they think the person, they went the person war. if they feel that person who represents the ideology took a loss, right? So that person now, that personage, you feel me? Has now well, let me represented just keep it all the way 100. Oh, let me keep it all the way 100. A lot of that is tied to money. A lot of that's tied to money. So this is why I'm saying the summit of the Moors is important because a lot of the petty aggression, the, the pressure that we feel personally in our lives, especially those that have made sacrifices and dedicated to this thing we call consciousness, whether you are studying Kemet and, and you're following uh, Ashkwaz Kwesi or Dr. Benenim or whether you're following Ben-Ami or, or various fractions of the Hebrew Israelites or um, Dr. York or whoever you, whoever you, your school of thought you come through, the right. pressures that weigh on us from the sacrifices we make play out in our daily relationships with one another. So what I'm saying is we have to stop thinking that this is going to be the end. That's why, that's why I just told you I was there at the beginning when we was getting three people on the live stream. There's no reason why 800 is the max where you're saying this, we can't catch the same thunder twice. The, the, the base are going to continue to grow, so it's 1,000. Uh, 10,000 and 20,000 people. It's going to be 50,000 people when we look back at this thing in five years. There's no economic right. imperative. Like, you're not running people's websites across the screen online. You ain't holding up business cards. No one's catching that thunder online. That shit is about people paying for a ticket to see a fight. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's, that's what I was saying. No, no, no. But what I'm trying to tell you is that industry grows from the ground up. So because, no, no, listen. What I'm saying is because that's not happening yet, you can't think that that's not going to happen. So because we're having this dialogue today, that's the reason why I said let me bring in Sonetta. Let's bring in the brother so that way, we make sure that we get his ideology on what direction he wants to grow this thing in and then give him the input on the things that we think can help grow the thing. And then at the next joint, we can have websites going across the screen. We can have some commercials dropped in. Brother Rashid that runs the Black Angel Cafe in Philadelphia where a lot of the, the, new, uh, the new lectures and things like that will be held at, he is a master. He owns the only full-service multimedia um, uh, uh, company in the Northeast, black-owned, and he's a master at the full media. And so what has to happen is, like I'm saying from the beginning, once we start to utilize each other's resources, and like I said, I've been talking with Sinetta, so I know his mind is open. Once we do that, there's no reason why at the next debate um, we don't have websites running across the screen, that we don't have a break for the business. So it's not like because it hasn't happened, it's not going to happen. We just have to look at things in the terms of what we have to get done and not necessarily, you know, cry over the spilled milk, so to speak, because it wasn't done last time. It's it's not crying. It's bringing point forth. You understand? Right. Like, I mean, no let, let's, no let, let's not I'm begin we're gonna do the, the, the 300-pound elephant in the room. Like, let's talk about it. You dig? It's yeah. not to, to negate it, but let's talk about it at the same time, though. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. I'm, I'm, no, no, trust me. That's what the importance of this call, this, this radio show is tonight. Because we have these powerful streams of media, we have to do that. 
you know, and the only thing that we need to do is exchange. So I know that in exchange for drops constantly about the next debate coming up, maybe two drops for show on KTL, you can have 20 minutes or have your thing streaming across the line when he's for the next debate. You know what I'm saying? In exchange for both, I want to have something going through the magazine and then the magazine blast it off. You know what I mean? And I'll be running it in the issues, boom, boom, boom. That's how one hand washes the other, and that's how white oppression continues to dominate. Because the Europeans, even if they're at odds with each other, even if they're going back and forth on their personal differences, they come together when they want to make a dollar. Real talk. That's bottom line. They come together when they want to make a dollar. That's it. So that's what we have to do. It's not about them going to war with the Hebrew Israelites and the Egyptians online. That's awesome right now because we needed that dialogue. We need that dialogue. But I'm talking as a neutral party to all the brothers behind the scenes. And I know for a fact that they all just want the black community, the Moorish community, the, the Israelite, whatever their personal name that they want to put on melanated people, they want them to be in a better financial, spiritual, mental, physical space for the next generation. So with that being the foundation of everybody's sacrifice, because we're all making extreme amounts of sacrifice, it's months that go by that I don't get to spend time and see my children. And right now I'm on the radio and Chase is trying to open up gifts, you know, because it's after midnight and, you know, that whole thing is going on. And they're like, "Uh uh-oh. Wait a minute, the minute you say you celebrate Christmas, he's unconscious. Look, stop it, niggas. Y'all grew up on Christmas and it didn't hurt y'all, so you, as long as you educate the children and they understand who Santa Claus is and white oppression and all that, you can give them a couple of trinkets on Christmas so they feel, you know, so they don't miss a beat. But my point is, is that it's not just the lecturers that make the sacrifices, it's the families that make the sacrifices. It's the people that come to support the events that make the sacrifices. So we just have to make it so that Everybody's sacrifice doesn't go in vain, and I think that's where a lot of the petty, small issues come from because people feel like they've contributed so much to the community and got so little out of it. And the reason is because we're not all good at everything, and certain things will make a bigger impact than other things. But when we use everybody else's strength, then we can make a group impact and reap benefit from each other, and some of these small things would just be that. They'll just be small things. So it's good that we're having these dialogues. It's good that we're having these back-and-forth discussions because guess what? The Hebrew Israelite organization as a whole, even though they're fractionalized, they're fractionalized. They've got a bunch of different groups. ISUPK doesn't claim GMS and blah, 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 blah. Now that we've had those debates, we have the entire nationwide Israelite community tuned in. Right, right. I agree with that. I agree with that. And it's thousands of them, thousands of them tuned in and vice yeah. versa. So now there's thousands yeah. of Israelites yeah. that may not have been exposed to, yeah. to Ashton Kwesi and Seti's information that's now listening and putting different pieces together. And from going from the brother that debated um, polite, going to the brother that debate is SETI, we can see that there's a tremendous amount of difference in the ideologies right. between right. the type of Hebrew Israelites that we saw. So some of the Hebrew Israelites are going to take information from SETI and say, whoa, 
said he might have lost that debate, but that shit was powerful that said he put out. I never said said he lost it. You said that, right? Okay, right, right, right. right. That's that's, that's that's up to opinion. Listen, we're going to deal with that Thursday night on the Bundus Child. We're going to do a whole recap on the Bundus Child Thursday night play by play. We'll let the people decide. We'll let the people decide who won. I would have been front and center, so I already know what it looked like. You can say what you want to say right now, brother. You can say what you want to say right now, brother, but I know what it was up in the jail. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Yeah, Corey, I don't know where you was at. Nope. I was calling you. I said if you was getting a piece of that action. Now nah, I'm, I'm, I'm still I'm, I'm still upstate with my mom. You know, it, it, ain't, it ain't nothing like you know that, that that I'm recharging. You know, with my mom's like that. That's all I got in this world. And so, you know, I mean, yeah. like, I'm leaving. I'm going know. back to New York. She like she's like yo, just like yo, just chill for like another day. I'm like all right. So you know yeah, that you that, that turned into this day and that did it. Yeah. yeah, I need you to well, let yeah. when you come to the city though, we got business. So yes, we're gonna sir, do it. Yes, Let's go to these callers though. I'll keep your line yeah, open yeah, though. Yeah. Right, do, do, do your Let's thing. bring abundance Please. in. Yeah. No doubt, Lord. Trio two triple threes. That triple trees. Trice. Three oh two trice. Peace. 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 <laughs> what I you doing with that number? I wanted to answer that question, but Minister Inky really said everything I was going to say. So, nah, we need that abundance. Go in. Go. Like, just go yeah, off. Like, let it go. I'm dead serious. Like, everything he said, I was like, oh, oh. But uh, I, you see, I was taping it. I was like, yo, it's just some of the mores. But I'm going to give you all a little bit more detail than what he's giving you. Well, you know, what we're talking about doing is, one, everybody under one umbrella, finance. I have been talking to everybody that was at that debate offline. Everybody's agreeable. They might not be able to make this sum of the more, but they will make a sum of the more. To me, that's progress. So we can't always look at everything that we see online. Yes, we didn't have our business cards. We didn't have the advertisements. Things aren't as organized as we would see them be organized so that it could benefit us as a people and individually as far as our families are concerned economically. So I Hold agree on. Can I ask something? Mm-hmm. Can I ask something, um, Abundance? Mm-hmm. Like, yo, we need a stimulus check in this conscious community, B. Like, the same way that they got these 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 investors and all of that, they be investing in these startups and stuff like Like, we need somebody to just step in to see right. the different organizations and the and the and the, the, the entities that are doing anything. Okay. You gotta let me finish so I can get to that point. So it. with all that being said, we have the Moore's Equity Group. This is not something that we're just talking about. This is actually a real entity. The Moore's Equity Group is so that we can have one hundred Moors that well, their finance, uh, $100 more at $1,000, their finance can go to an operating budget. Another 100 more, their finance can go to a treasury. Another 100 more, their $1,000 can go to um, the Moore's Equity Group acting as a chart. We want everybody to invest $5,000. We know everybody's not going to be able to just invest $5,000 immediately, so what you have to do is you've got to come on a payment plan. Once you get to that $5,000, that means you have a vote. So at this point, it's like I have a vote, all right? I'm vested. I'm in. I'm an officer. My name's already on everything, right? 
And we have real uh, a real account, so it's not like stuff is going into PayPal and all this type of stuff. We have a real account. There's mad transparency. You can see everything. So I put in my bed because I have a vote now that I want Drop Squad Kitchen to be one of the entities that we invest in. Why? Why do you want to do that, Abundance? Well, I've shown improved in the past year that I had a 300% increase when I started from April of 2012 to 2013. I've been able to do this, 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 and this, and I see that Drop Squad Kitchen will be the first vegetarian or vegan fast food joint on the planet. So we need people to be able to, we need people to be able to invest. We need people to be able to invest in that. So how do you come in? You can come in as an individual, Red Pill, Blue Pill, Minister Inky, or you can come in as an entity, Know the Ledge, Amber Institute. Once you do that, people's funds start going in, into your business. How does that happen? Because the Moore's Equity Group, all these people that have a vote, are like the sharks that we see on TV. Everybody comes, you put your presentation together. Otherwise, it's going into the operating budget. It's going into a treasury so that we could be like, yo, Peru, Brazil, y'all not really dealing with the U.S. dollar. Um, you're not having no genetically modified products in your country. Yeah, we need a 100-year land, um, you know, grant over uh -huh. here so that we can really be sovereign and things like that. Not only do we have the Moore's Equity Group, we also have the uh, Moore's East Side Farms. Moore's East Side Farm is a real farming project that we started where we sell all our own food from there. Shop Scott Kitchen gets their kale. She gets, she gets her moringa from there. Uh, all we're working on is distribution and marketing. How do we do that? Because there's too many people in the community. People come down as individuals. People come down as entities. We need uh, media. We got Breathe Air. We got Know the Ledge. We got uh, Abundance Network. We put our financing. All the money that goes into that Moore's Equity Group goes to us. You talk about you need stimulus package, y'all got to get down to the more, you got to get down to the summit of the more, start putting your money where your mouth is, and next thing you know, when we say we don't want to be on blog talk no more, we're not giving these KZARs our money no more, all that money goes to Know the Ledge, Abundance Network, we put ourselves together and we create, we create our own radio. The rest mm -hmm. of the money for media is going to breathe air because he created a, 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 a print magazine. We need somebody to do TV. That's, this is what we're doing now. We're small, but we're actually doing. The nonprofit is already set up for urban geoponics. This is something that we created, we trademarked. It's, um, you know, it's uh, water pond, aquaponics, and, like, the, the land stuff at the same time. So it's urban geoponics. Why? Because there's food deserts everywhere our people are. So now we're teaching everybody to have their, um, how to have their own gardens and things like that in their backyards, in their home, how we sustain ourselves. And guess what? We have the entity that's the retail for that. That's Drop Squad Kitchen. Why do I keep saying Drop Squad Kitchen? Because I'm the only person down there that's putting a business on the line that's just like, yo, I'll put my business up for the summit of the moors so that um, y'all can invest in that and I can keep, keep doing certain things so that everybody can franchise. I'm the first person that's franchising a company. When? At the Summit of the Moors in January. How am I going to be able to do that? Because I keep bringing people to the Summit of the Moors. People keep seeing my pictures of the food and stuff like that. They, wanna, they know that what I'm doing is hot. They know what, what I'm doing is, is, um, is necessary. I'm tired of going on the road and only seeing Starbucks and Barrow, Popeyes, Roy Rogers. Where are the smoothies? Where are the fresh fruit juices? You know what I mean? All of that type of stuff. So mm -hmm. we're really doing it. We're really doing it. And and these debates is 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 the next thing. This is um like I said, this is like the fifth element in hip hop. 
You know what I mean? This is knowledge itself. We have to take advantage of this. This is our platform. This is our house. This is our Game of Thrones. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, Indeed. Now, interject this. Just to go back to the original point of how we cross-brand and cross-pollinate. Once Drop Squad Kitchen becomes franchised, bam, now we put the seventh heaven in all of the freezers. You see, that's how Pepsi and exactly. Coca-Cola play it. You see what yep. I'm saying? So now that's mm-hmm. in all the freezers. We got the, 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 the Mama Tomics on all the shelves. We got, yep. you know, House of Conscious DVD section right there. We got, you know, um, you see what I'm saying? So, so that's how, and then we got the media brands blasting everything off, directing the traffic, boom, boom, boom. What happens is, surely but surely, we shut down all of the export of our consciousness to the coonery that Corey was talking about, and nobody's interested in that anymore because their interest will be to their higher self. Everybody has a higher self and a lower self. Everybody has the part of them that's interested in watching um, love and hip-hop, scandal, et cetera, et cetera. Some of us are better at taming that lower self than others, but everybody has it nonetheless. But we also all have that part of us that wants to be in good physical condition, that wants to eat clean food, that wants to be well-studied, that wants to be articulate, that wants to speak, and people want to gather around to hear the things that they have to say. So when we market the things that we have, when we have the right type of media outlets and everybody is pushing everybody else's brands, that is the type of reality that we will create because we are creating our reality and everyone is listening. If nothing else we can get from this call, we can get Meta World Peace as an example, and we can say that since he's been watching so long to where he knows all of the players and the different lectures, the lessons and da 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 that might have had an influence on him changing his name to Metal World Peace. And if it influenced him that much, what type of conversations do you think he's having with his personal circle of friends? You know, I've had personal artists, their publicists uh, per- uh, always purchase from the ambassador and like, yo, whenever I'm on the road with such and such and such and such, this is what we're watching in the trailer. This is what we're watching in the hotel. And these are the people that are probably some of the most ignorant people that are in the entertainment business talking about Molly and X and da 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 da, da. Meanwhile, they're in the hotel talking about Umar Johnson and Minister Ingrid. Oh, yeah, of course. And be the cleansing. Yep. So, Believe me, I've been witness to that on many occasions. Right. Absolutely. So what I'm saying is as we lock arms, because we see that I have those types of followers, you have those type of followers. So I never have a four-hour interview with Ron Artez he has those type of followers. Polite has those type of followers. We was on the radio together doing Carl Jones, et cetera, et cetera. When we lock arms, not in ideology, but in necessity, and just say, look, I don't have to agree with everything Polite doing, but with the fact that we need economic options. I don't have to agree with everything Blue Pill thinking, but I do agree that we need to get CMOS to the forefront of our people to help ionize their, their bodies, minerals, and things like that. I do believe that we have to have cross-county marketing to change the visual statements that we make in fa- uh, fashion. I do believe that we have to have 
Air Magazine in every barbershop and every beauty salon. I do believe that um, uh, Black and Nobel needs to be in every city. I do believe that a drop squad kit, once we get just to that point, everything else is crazy. Everything else is crazy. So that's the whole purpose of us having this conversation, especially at this time of year, coming out of Black Friday. You know, one of the articles that I wrote about in the magazine, which had dropped um, the, the, the first week of January, is about um, exposing Z-Guys. And also I talked about Black Friday within the same article. Black Friday is uh, um, originated by the Puritans in this country. And we know the Puritans started Harvard. They're behind the entire um, uh, white, uh, white supremacy movement from the inception of this country until t- t- today. So when we look oh, at Black Friday, we have to recognize that is a, a uh, that's a situation set up, a ritual set up to drain wealth out of the black community. And that's cool. But through the use of media, we can redirect that energy. You know, we mm-hmm. can't cry over the spilled milk no more and say, oh, boom, 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 what we know what Black Friday is. Black Friday is not going to change. But what we can do is redirect where those dollars go on Black Friday. We can send them to Ferrana Corp to get them some clothes. We can send them, like, right now, I have a Christmas sale going on right now. I'm giving away Candida Cleanse with Mama Thomas. Huh, take this for free. Because the most powerful thing I think people should give people for Christmas, because they still, no matter how smart and conscious you get, you want to do the family thing with your people that's not, you know, where you at. Cool. Give them the gift of health. Give them the mm-hmm. gift of health. Give them a book. Give them the gift of knowledge. Give them something that can help sway them to your way of thinking or raise their vibration. Why not? If you're going to give a gift anyway, sway that whole shopping experience into our direction. And there's nothing wrong with us benefiting financially because we're doing something for people and we're giving fair exchange. Fair exchange ain't never been robbery. That came out of Iceberg Slim Book. You know what I'm saying? So we, we just got to redirect the thinking. You know what I mean? And, and, and I think that Abundance Child is right on target with the um with the direction that her and Diallo are driving the some of the Moors and I think that, you know, we've been asking for something so long that right now it's sitting right on our nose and we have it. And you know, because the brother got online after after the Sunday event, they did the Q and A and he was right in front of me with a question. He said, So, you know, when when do I when can we see something where the different groups can come together, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, this third annual is, is in like three weeks. Like that's happening already. So the problem is now again, we don't have an organized media front because there shouldn't be anybody in the community that doesn't know that's coming up in three weeks. There shouldn't be anybody in the community that doesn't know they can find online classes, products, books, whatever at the ambulance to pertaining to their health. There shouldn't be anybody in the community that doesn't know that they can get whatever um, comedic and, hey, maybe even if the Hebrew Israelite brothers want certain images or things, they can go to Kings County and get um, their custom design, whatever, whatever, whatever. But all of these services that we have, there should be nobody in the community that's not, that does not know where they can find them. And this is one of the reasons why in the magazine I wanted to open up the advertisement for the community. Can I add in something else? Go in. Yeah, um, I think at this point um, what I've been expressing with the, um, the core group of the Summit of the Moors is nobody – is able to get in. Like, we support those who support us. 
meaning like if we're serious about this media, red pill and blue pill, we got to be at the summit of the moors. we got to table this union we've been talking about for years as far as media, and we need to make it happen. That way we shut all the naysayers down. We shut all the people just doing a lot of talking down. Um, I'm not letting people come down to the summit of the moors and push their health agenda. It's not health agenda, not push their vegan food cuisine or anything like that. You can't get up in there and do that. You can't do that. You got to come. You got to invest time. You got to invest intellectual um, property, and you have to invest your finance. So right now, the only thing that we pushing as far as moors are concerned are my tooth products, deodorant, soaps, and stuff like that, and Drop Squad Kitchen. Why? Because I'm the only one represented. When somebody else comes down there and represents, then we'll push that stuff. You see where I'm going with that? It's about sanctification. Like we're not on some unity just to be on some kumbaya or whatever. We're about food, shelter, and clothing. If you got it, you've got to come down, join hands with other people that it's about, and we're going to push you. How do you know we're going to push you? Because I'm a brother. Um, we are brothers and sisters, not just in DNA and because we call ourselves more, because we're actually raising finance together, putting our money in the same pot for our children to have, to be beneficiaries of these trusts that we're setting up. Do you all see what I'm talking about? Yes. Yep. Oh, all right. So um, that's another way of us having some solidarity and being examples in the community because a lot of times we get, you know, on these horns and we go off. When we start, when we start you know how it is when you pay for something, it's like you, you take care of it. So when we start investing and putting our money in a certain type of place, now all of a sudden we really do have a different type of camaraderie. we got a different brotherhood and sisterhood that's going on. Be like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Y'all can't cover that debate. Y'all can't cover that. You know, y'all, you know y'all, didn't, y'all didn't invest with us. We got this union. We got certain mores, values, and ethics and things like that, so. I just wanted to add well, that. Well, that's interesting that you say that because I've been um, another conversation that we've been having is uh, the uh, beginning to start a coalition. You know, what I mean, I'm I'm in the process of doing. Matter of fact, that was the post that you invited me to the more summits about anyway. When I put up the right. thing about the union and the coalitions and whatnot, and uh, we're moving forward with that. You know, what I mean, sometime in 2014. I'm going to successfully have a coalition that we're going to start in New York City that's going to be invite only, and we're going to penetrate and dominate that whole construction uh, market. We're going to get inside, and I'm going to be able to, you know, not talk about it, not speculate, not waste time, but offer my brothers and sisters, you know what I'm saying, some food, clothing, and shelter with some, with some jobs, some $30, 40 $50, $60, $70 paying the hour positions where we can actually build, put our hands in the soil, and um, the brothers and sisters who are certified can teach the brothers and sisters who are not certified things like carpentry, being an electrician, um, carp- uh, masonry, all of these things that uh, implement, you know, real, real-time real shit that you need yeah. information. You know, yeah, not, not that book stuff. You can't eat books right now. We need to actually yeah. – and shout-out to the brother Corey because Corey – actually opened my eyes to this last year when he didn't talk about it. He was about it. He got me my $30 paying an hour job, working Sandy cleanup, and opened my eyes up to that whole construction thing. And um, this is something our brothers and sisters coming out of the pens. Um, I'm going to reach out to our brothers and sisters who are in these organizations 
who have brothers and sisters behind the walls, a lot of the malls that got trapped up in paperwork, a lot of the um, dudes in those organ- other organizations got trapped up in the paperwork and got locked up. A lot of our brothers in um, other, the other organizations who, you know, tripped up, like the brother who called in earlier who was behind the wall and was going out of town to get some money, like they need to come home to something. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to make sure I'm putting this shit on my shoulders and I'm going to do what I can do. And I'm, call, I'm, I'm calling out my brothers and sisters who can assist me in that. And hopefully when I get down to um, Florida in January and I put that on the table, there's some people that could walk with me and we could make this a reality. It's not about New York. It's, there's a construction boom in like 20 states. This is about exactly. wherever the boom is at. And this is a, not even where the boom is at. This is about the place where we could just all get together. Because a lot of our brothers are not built to put ties on and hard bottom shoes and to play around in corporate America and play the game. Because, you know, they've been getting the information about who the Caucasian is. They don't want to be in a cubicle. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I just want to offer some kind of options and some solutions because I, I know firsthand that it's real out here. You know, it, it really is. And um, by strengthening our financial, uh, uh, by strengthening us in a financial way like that, when, I, when, when, when abundance comes forth, you know what I mean? Or when we go to the next summer the more and abundance is like, yo, I need y'all to invest and drop squad kitchen and inky is like yo i need i'm I'm going i'm putting breathe air i'm selling stocks like we going in with it these brothers and sisters who have been working for six months or a year whatever we come into the summit stacked up we're gonna actually we're gonna be in a position where we won't be spending our last you know one thousand dollars and if we don't get an immediate result our wife gonna kick us out the house because she like Oh, you put all your money up on this stuff, and you're supposed to get this and get that, and where is it at? I, believe me, I, I've gotten the phone calls, and I've heard how real it is out there. People is getting jammed up, you know what I mean? Because things are not working out as fast as they need it to work out, and they bet and they last on on a lot of these, uh, you know, a lot of these ideas. Oh shit! So, oh, just thanks. So. I, um, we ready for you, bro. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to be here at this time. I'm excited that these wheels are turning. I can see the future right now. You know what I mean? I give thanks for that. Like I said, Brother Inky, I salute you for stepping it up. I love that magazine that you're putting together. I love those books that you're putting together. You know what I'm saying? That you have put together. I see where you went. You had pamphlets back in the days, homie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you've grown. And it's about growth. You know what I mean? And, and you know, hopefully I know that your, your your customers and the people who patronize you, they respect that and they see that. You know what I mean? Um, I salute you abundance for being there with the brother and him being there. You know, just everything that y'all been doing together. You know, we see y'all. And, um, you know, I just salute his phone drop, but uh, I'm sure that, you know, you'll pass the message on. You're right. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, brother. All right. I just want to say this. In terms of that, that, that whole construction thing, you understand? Like, like, you know, I'm certified to give certifications. I'm certified to do a whole lot of things. So, you know, you know, we went, you know, when we was working together last year, like we had this conversation and let's bring it to fruition. You, you know what I mean? Like it, 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 it I, I, I'm I'm on board. That's all I'm saying. Okay. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I I know the ins and the outs of, of this whole construction game. You know what I mean? I just didn't have the um the 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 the, the drive, you know, that you could bring to it. You know what I mean? But you know, well, I got had this conversation. I got some hitters, man. I got some real um, knowledgeable people who, you know, they heard the pitch. And they they've been they've been showing up, you know what I'm saying? Even with the technology thing, like I got some powerful powerful players, and you know, I'm just saying like it's really imperative that we stay grown in this whole movement. We have to stay on yes, some sir. grown up shit because I'm dealing with people that's dealing with real. They they not playing. They not playing with the. They you know I don't want to turn people off by exposing them to certain things that will completely have them, like, not answering the call. Right. You know? Right. 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 Take the call. You know, so we really got to show them a level of the, the actions have to match. Yeah, the maturity, the actions got to match the intellect. You feel me? Because nobody's going to something that they feel like is, is niggardly. You know what I mean? Right. Okay. Niggardly. They're not going to get behind nothing. Like, They're running away from that. You know what I'm saying? Because... When we get into the construction and when we get into the technology, I'm sorry to say, but you're gonna be in a room. You're gonna know how. You gotta know how to room move through a room full of vultures, and it, it might not be all aboriginals at first. You feel me? You might have to look certain people face to face and know how to conversate with a with a person from an East Indian background or Khazar or Akhenazi or whatever or, or, or one of those Italians that, you know, was responsible for running the moors out of Spain, whatever. You know well, what you mean? Know, I mean? I didn't know how to play the field. I so I, I'm I just saying. To, I came into this as an apprentice. So, I mean, I, I went from, from here to there to here to, here to X, Y, to Z. So, I mean, I, I know what it is. But know? what I'm saying is this is going to take a concerted effort of uh, in, in the form of a think tank that we are all going to have to come a, like a real coalition. We are all going to have to come together, put our minds together, and put our, put our skills on the table and draft up these proposals, draft up these grants, draft up these business plans, deputize each other, and really attack this thing the way that it needs to be attacked. But I'm going to go to um, – I'm going to take one more call before we yeah. call it a night. You know what I'm saying? Stay on. Let's go to the eight six zero, um, six eight zero. Peace. Hello, hello, hello. Yes, peace to the caller. Yes, good brother. How you doing? Is the minister still there, Inky? Unfortunately, his line dropped. Oh shit! I was gonna ask him. Um, about... Maybe he could call abundance on a three-way. All right. I'm not sure if that's possible. Hello? Yes. Yes, I'm trying to call him now. All right. Excellent. Yeah, brother, but what's good, though? Well, actually, it's something in regards to health I was going to ask Inky, because at times I try to call the Institute. I'm not sure if the Institute lost a number or they just changed a number. I don't know what's going on, but I was trying to get in contact with them particularly. Okay. You might want to inbox them on Facebook as well. It's the same number, 404 I'm at the inbox because I'm not getting no response from the institution at all. It's, are you there? For me? Yes, I'm here. 
It's um, Jason Acuff. It's 215-200-5566. Say one more time, area code. A615. All right, 215 200 5566. 5566. Five, five, six. Okay, I think we're done. I'll, I'll save it once I get off the phone. Uh, all right, well, let me see. What question should I ask mm, for tonight? I would say, um, yeah, there's a lot that was said today, man. I mean, surprising the show went through, so because you know, it's questionable. But I would say, um, the some of the more you, anybody could just could come come in, come by or something. I thought usually had to be membership for those from some of the more. You can go to summitofthemores.com and you can register. You register and you can show up. It's in Jacksonville, Florida, and okay. that's pretty much it. Uh, at this at this summit, we'll have the you know we'll come in. We have the meet and greet on Friday on Saturday. We'll have mm-hmm. our introduction. Mm-hmm. I will be giving a dissertation on the Moore's Equity Group, what that means, what's the various different tier levels of how you can come in as an entity or as a business. Uh, Brother Dalo is going to give the overall direction of where we're going. Um, hold on a second, Miss Minister Inky. Hold on. Are you there, brother? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Okay, so Miss Inky's trying to call in. But um, um, so yeah, so we're gonna go through that. Then we'll have breakout groups. Uh, brother Sundiata will talk about urban geoponics, what that is, how we going from the farm to the table. Uh, I'll be going more into the Moore's Equity Group because people are gonna want to know how can they join as an individual, how can they join as an entity. As an individual, you are going to want to know more about Drop Squad Kitchen. You're gonna to want to know more about the Girls Society. You're gonna to want to know more about the Amber Institute. You want to know more about what um, Brother Red Pill is talking about. All right, so people will have the opportunity to put their business on the table. So when you sign up for the Moore's Equity Group, you can understand once you reach your 5000 you'd be like, I need that to go to what Red Pill is talking about. No, I want my 5000 to go towards uh, abundance. No, I want my 5000 to go towards the land. That's what it's going to be. That's, that's what it will be about. So some of the Moore's.com. Thank you, brother. I got to keep it pushing. I got one more call. I want to get this brother in before we hang it up for the night. All right? <clears throat> well, I got right. two more. I got to get my brothers in. I can't do that for them. All right, All right. bro. Peace. Inbox the minister, though, okay? Yeah. All right. Peace. Caller from the 864-313-864. Caller. Peace. Hotel, Phil. Hotel. Hotel. How y'all? How's everybody doing? This is Brother Shabazz. I'm calling from uh, Greenville, South Carolina. Peace. Peace, Peace y'all. Um, I was just listening, checking out the show. And, um, you know, I'm, I guess this is a very um, special time of the year, uh, definitely for all of us, and um, especially those that know the power of 
uh, melanin and um, how we get down and, and the fading away of the sun, but yet coming back. My question is, I guess when we're talking about establishing more solidified groupings and unifications, um, like I heard you all talking about the feds earlier, uh, knowing there are certain instances where we are being infiltrated by certain groups, whether it be Cointel Pro, whoever it is, and, um, you know, this is the actuality. Like you said, like the brother was saying, they, they see the beefing, they see the they see the separation and dividing, um, where we are not basically becoming on one accord. And I'm, I definitely go back to Brother Dick Gregory. It's like we're trying to put on clothes, but we ain't took no bath. And um, you know, with us having the knowledge and going back to definitely Kimmick because Kimmick speaks beyond measures. I, I think no one can deny this, regardless of who debates. I was definitely um, checking out, uh, you know, the debate uh, from from down here in South Carolina and just checking out the posts, uh, but I, I still see the divide. I still see that there is, we're we still doing the same thing we do out here in the streets. And, um, you know, it, it's no difference from the conscious community because a lot of people are talking junk about us, those of us that are supposedly conscious, are carrying this information, being able to uplift ourselves and our community. But it's like, we're still having no accountability. We're letting all kind of people in and say anything. Like, we'll make videos and we'll talk shit about the preachers. We'll talk shit about everybody else. But at the same time, it's like when it comes down to those of us that are in the conscious community, we can go out there and support the beast and then not have any accountability. Uh, and, I know, and I know down here where I am, it's like I have to do this by myself. I don't have a group. I can't come to 125th. And, and I can't do none of that, you know. So I, I know that what I have to do is put in that hardcore work and um, definitely looking at that, at that accountability system because I was just questioning if we were bloods, you know, I doubt if we would go out there and support Crip, anything that, that's going on in the Crip or, or, or gang or, or anything like that or either vice versa. And I'm just, I just can't help but to see that we're definitely trying to go forward with without having an appropriate initiation or a rites of passage to say that these people are worthy of even uh, conducting business with us. You know, it's like we're letting anybody in, they're doing anything, and even now there's certain – I can speak on some guys because we go back to Kemet and we're talking about all this stuff, but then I'm, I'm, I'm watching the garments, you know, because I used to spend a lot of money out there on Coogee, whether it be Jordans and all this shit, you know, but we're still going out there supporting this shit. You know, how how does that solidify us inside black nationhood and, and, and we're still going out there supporting the same beast that we're talking about banging again? You know, it's kind of redundant, and I think someone, someone has left the door open where I can see it from all the way down here in South Carolina. You know, and that's a reality. It's like, damn, ain't no damn accountability. And and like I said, I'm working on myself uh, where I'm, 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 I'm fasting right now, and I want to be a vessel that if you all call on me, that you would have an accountable person, an accountable body, uh, an accountable body to, to do whatever it is that needs to be done, not just because I got some damn money, because at the end of the day, at the end of the day that's why I think that the feds are coming in or, or we are uh, allowing ourselves to be infiltrated. Uh, so, and I think we can go back and, and, and like Brother uh, Phil was talking about, 